Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Lo siento. Sorry about this week, because it's yeah. a weird show. Started with smoothies, got in a house of a thousand well, corpses. Well, what it really started with is this uh, anger Right. I have. Right. I'm, I'm doing a cleanse, and we'll let, we'll, we won't get into that. We'll let that, yeah. you'll hear it on the pod. And then Alan trying to stir things up, and that got me more ornery. Yeah. We watched so, House of a Thousand Corpses. We did. Laugh Man reacted to it, as you would expect. Not, not as bad as I thought. I, I, I thought it would be worse. It is grotesque. It is bad, but I thought it would be worse. And then somehow... We got into politics for a minute. It's a very brief, but I think an entertaining minute. Yeah. So if Brian can't stand around, if, if Fact Checker can't make it, then fuck him, as usual. But well, if he figure bails, it out, he's going to miss out. A lot. On some yeah, if you bail on the, on the very short... And even then, it's not really political. It was all funny. I'm just talking about Laura I mean, Ingram. just we're talking about Laura Ingram's butthole. <laughs> if that's political, and that loses the fact checker, yeah, it's on him. Somehow or another, Joel Osteen got involved. great raps and banks. Great raps. We talked about how he loves great raps. And then we got more into the birth of Christ. Yeah. From last well, week. Well, yeah, because we. I was explaining. <laughs> remember the context there was I was telling Leah that story. I was that's like before right. because I didn't want her to hear it right. and think that I was just in here. Because you know, she knows we're disgusting because right. she hears it from my mom. Yeah. And you're like, we're talking about dildos and buttholes and all oh, the things. Man. What's now, your mom going to think about all this creation story stuff? I don't know. But <laughs> I did know that it was like, okay, I just wanted you. The context wasn't that we were making fun of the story. Yeah, no, we did that this week. Yeah. The, what we were saying last week was just like, well, if you look at, at face value and take everything literally, what a literal shit show that birth was. Just a virgin <laughs> trying to poop out. Mm-hmm. You know, a baby in a fucking cave. It's gonna stink, like we said. There's just oh, we don't need to get back into that. I was just telling her that, right? And that's what got us into. She saw the humor. Yeah, she did. She, because I mean, it's true. She's not an idiot. She knows that what birthing's (laughs) like. We've been there. You've seen it. It's not pretty. I don't care what. The videos they show you. That's why the wise men were there. Like, we gotta turn this baby. Look at Joseph. Like, we're gonna have to do a cesarean. What does it mean? <laughs> it's our friend, Cesarian. He teaches us this way. You cut. You cut. You pull. <laughs> you stitch. Like, we sound like characters in this Adam Sandler movie. Maybe she may. Okay, it. she probably died. We cut baby. <laughs> then she died. Then we save the baby. And Joseph says, we feed the baby with the milk. <laughs> can you just... Uh, both can go. Let's, <laughs> how about we try birthing rail? <laughs> birthing rail. Can we? I, I heard this thing that do you hang her from her feet? <laughs> well, no, her arms, right? And that works somehow because we're men and we do, we know everything. You jiggle. Yeah, and then you just roll the belly like this, <laughs> press down, <laughs> and you have to say, "Out, baby!" <laughs> Out with you! Out, baby! Out, baby! <laughs> but yeah, we we get into that. Um, Laura Ingram's butthole. It's a show. Like, I mean, that's this show. It is. And you ate, and now I'm gonna dying eat. from hunger. So yeah. I'm going to go. All right. And WFECK! The BAM! 97.5. Holla! I, I'm going over it in my head, trying to determine when I thought this was going to be a good idea. 
I think this is the problem most people have, though. You, you think, I need to do a two-day cleanse, or I need to do a cleanse. And then I, I've been going to Arden's Garden a lot lately for their smoothies. I don't know if you've ever had their smoothies. Delicious. Uh, it's been a long time since I was at an Arden's Garden proper. Yeah, I, well, it's not, uh, it's not something that I've been doing a lot of, but um, I, I started going in there, and I was like, oh, these are really good smoothies. Because my problem with a smoothie, and I tell Leah this all the time, like the, the ones at the club that were at. The club. Right. As we discussed. Right. The problem with those smoothies, I, I know, I see the ingredient list, and I see that they have a calorie count next to it. But when I watch some of these people make the smoothies, there's like this part where there's just some kind of addition. Mm. And it's not fruit, and it damn sure ain't wheatgrass. It's right. like this liquid fluid. Right. That I am, I've convinced myself and feel almost 100% that it's just sugar water. Yeah. Because their fruit doesn't you know if you anyways i'm just i just know they're adding sugar mm. which makes them tasty but defeats the whole fucking purpose if right. you ask me right so i started going to ardens because i went in there and i was like well look at this now you walk in i'm trying to avoid that if i'm being honest if you can tell them all about this in a second but i try i walk in and i was like wow it's like a beautiful at the first off the place is fucking immaculate i've been into a few of these now it's mm. like spick and span and clean and it's Really nice layout, simple. Doesn't really like. I often don't uh, go to these places. People, please subscribe. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't often go to these places because I feel like they're kind of hoity-toity, mm-hmm. and like I don't ever want to be that person that gets to the front and is like, oh, what do you suggest? Like when everyone else is like, let me have the and the wheatgrass and they like wheeling off their order, and I'm like, can I have can I have extra sugar water? Can I have strawberries and banana? <laughs> Do you have strawberry and banana? <laughs> it's just like, I want it like the one I got at Smoothie King. Can I have a strawberry banana with peanut butter and extra sugar water? Can I just have the sugar water? So I would go up there and I was like, oh, this is great. You're watching them and it's just great fruit and it, it doesn't taste super sweet. Mm. It, you know, in fact, it's like eating fucking fruit. The only thing I add to mine is that you have to choose a base and it's pineapple juice. Well, I remember now, I'm in that fucking store and I wait for, you know, my smoothie of the day. And I look down and I saw, you know, these things, this Arden's Garden two-day yeah. two cleanse. Yeah. And I remember thinking at the time, because I've been, you know, working out pretty hard. I was it's like, one ah. gallon, right? You buy one Yeah, gallon. you buy two. That's right. We, Kristen and I did this when we still lived in the apartment, and it did, we didn't finish. Uh, it's two days of well, just here, this. It's just this. And, and all it is is distilled water and, like, lemon juice. No, it's not. That, like it's all a lie. Cayenne. This is a fucking lie. Because they say on the thing it's distilled water, 35% juice, yeah, and that it's grapefruit, orange, and lemon. Yeah, grapefruit, orange, and lemon. There is no fucking orange, and I highly it's suspect it's all fucking grapefruit. <laughs> it doesn't taste good. We did this when we lived in the city, and I remember, I'll never forget, we both did day one. And then on day two, like, simultaneously, we're like, do you want to stop? Because I want to <laughs> stop. That's the thing. So I called Leah. <laughs> we just quit. I, like, I just told this, I told, I told her. Well, actually, I texted her because I started today. And I texted her at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, and I was like, I'm already over this. You know, like, I'm way over this. And she's like, pray about it. And I was like, no, no. I'm just over it. People, pray for real, you know. Pray that some kid doesn't get cancer or that it gets cured today. Or, or detained at the border. Right. Pray that, um, you know, all those things, yes. But 
Oh god, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> For the listeners, we'll say well, we'll say it in the intro. We'll, 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 no, just go we're ahead. We're watching House of a Thousand Corpses. We already t- knew that we were going to do I've, this. And I have, I have made sure that the tunnel... The, the you, you're, you're making a sacrifice, but you're acting like as if you're doing me a favor. I, I, I've, been, I've we've made sure that the tunnel has a clear line of sight for you and the movie, even even at the risk of me having a weird echo because I'm talking sideways into the box, just so you can see the grotesque. Well, anyways, back at the well, stage stop, the stop. stage I'm at now, I called her uh, on the way over here. What is it, about six? And I called her on the way over here, and... Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is and uh, she was like you know be strong you don't understand you're gonna feel it and it's gonna be great and you're gonna lose weight and tomorrow and she's like going through this like your body doesn't need food in it all the time what's gonna happen is all the work and energy that your body uses and stores for digestion it'll stop doing that and it'll pour all that into your other functions and I'm listening to this whole thing and I'm just driving past I mean, when food that I would not McDonald's. ever really be excited Church's about. Chicken. I mean, it's just like yeah, I, I don't like Moe's yeah. or, or Willie's that much outside yeah. of like they're a customer of mine. But just I, I drove past a Moe's, and I mean, the thought of a burrito gave me a full on twelve to six erection. I mean, it's like <laughs> I'm so hungry right now yeah. that I'm getting delirious. And I, I even did a workout super in the mer- in the morning. Wow. Oh boy. You shouldn't have done it on pod day, you know. No, I know, I know, I know. But here's the thing. I, th- that was also like, I was like, I should have done this over the weekend. But then I was like, well, if I do it over the weekend, I take away the only two days I get to and buy alcoholic beverages. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, I can't do the cleanse. <laughs> hey, I like to back up my, uh, I like to feel healthy. So when I drink, I chase it with Arden's Garden's grapefruit piss water. I don't put any food in my stomach to absorb the Hennessy. I just drink grapefruit juice and distilled water. I don't feel like shit when I wake up in the morning. Oh, oh, what? What is that? It's just the opening credits. But what was that? Just disturbing footage in general. It's Rob Zombie, like, gross amount footage. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all. I rewatched it from start to finish last night. I forgot, like, there's a lot of, like... Like no skin stuff. Kind of reminds me of that documentary I was watching that you might have seen, the Devil and the Devil You Know. Have you seen that about the uh, Devil guy Pazuzu? That no, no. Yeah, but it, it reminds me. It's this is like a a high school. Well, no, I meant to talk to you about this because you should watch it, and the pod listeners should watch. It's like a four part, five part series. I haven't seen them all of them. I think so. It might be. I'm not sure. I know it's on one of the streaming services. But I remember reading the story when it happened, like a couple of years ago, this devil worshiper who had filed his teeth and had like gotten all this... Sharpened them or flattened them? Filed while he was on meth, like down to points. Mm. And he had gotten like surgeries done. It makes my face hurt. Like, I know, you know, I don't like it. When people say teeth filed. And uh, he convinced himself that he was, you know, not only was he was a satanic believer, but some kind of communicator. Anyways, because he was a little bit exocentric... And had the ability to draw people in. He like develops a little cult, mm. not like a cult cult, but just like a people that would show up to his house because it was bacchanal. And so in this documentary, they're like, there was no rules. Mm. Like you, you go over to Pazuzu's house, and the first thing you'd notice was the the sound coming from outside the place, and it's just metal, dark black metal. 
Mm. And then you walk in, and the first thing that literally punches you in the face was the smell of ammonium because you had, like, all these dogs that would just piss and shit. Mm. And they said no one really gave a shit about that because most people were getting so fucked up. That I remember one night the guy was like, I looked over, and there's, like, a dude just taking a dump on the floor, mm. and the dogs eat it. And you're like, this is a place you wanted to go? <laughs> well, long story short, what in the world? Long story short, the dude killed somebody. Um yeah, a few people and enlisted a few people in that inside the house mm. and then enlisted some people to chop up the body and so you've got all these different charges mm. uh, where he gets kind of charged for I know that guy it's Chris Hardwick when he yeah, was yeah, an alcoholic Chris Hardwick. So he's, he's chubby and bloated in this movie Chris Hardwick was an Wilson. alcoholic? oh yeah big time why does he talk about it? Uh, he does talk about it he's like 20 plus years sober and back in this era he was like a beer in my hand everywhere I went drinker oh and Rain Wilson, and then I don't recognize the girls that are in the back seat. But uh, there's girls in the back seat. Yeah, they're sleeping. Oh. These are your main four people in the movie that the the story kind of follows. These are your horror movie victims that eventually meet the murder family. So Rain Wilson, this would what, what year did this come out? Uh, this is like somewhere between 2000 and 2005. This oh. came out when I was in high school. Yeah, I was gonna say this is this is definitely pre Office. Yeah, by, by just a little bit. Yeah, it just, it just would have shaved this in. This movie just celebrated its 20th anniversary, I think. So, so 90, no, couldn't. 99? No, no way. I don't know. No way. I can't. It's not no, the I mean, I got, it right here. I, got, I, got, I got it right here. Maybe 2000. I don't know. Maybe it's about to celebrate oh, its 20th. Oh, well, look at this. I, I just noticed I had a few texts here. We got something from old Alan. Mm. It's to the, uh, to the business group. Oh... Uh, According to ABC News 4, Charleston is the top city in the world for the ninth for, consecutive year. For swimming with leeches? <laughs> for she-crab. Uh, Condé Nast, traveler names, Charleston, top city in the world. See, Alan thinks this is like, that's like the like endo conversation. For like he's driving? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Oh. Uh, but he thinks that like, it's like, ha, y'all been sending all me these videos. Because I sent the one about how a simple traffic light being out in Charleston yeah. created nine hours of backed up traffic. I'm still pretty hung up on the leech thing. The leech thing is definitely in there, too. <laughs> but like, he thinks this is going to be some kind of like, aha, told y'all fuckers. Gotcha. But what I know about these contests is that Charleston just sucks someone's dick yeah. at Condé Nast. That someone paid enough over time in the world. I was Charles, say, like, I mean, it'd be a stretch to say the Southeast. I was going to say, like, I just saw, I follow a Condé Nast sort of offshoot Instagram page, and they always post, like, these really great photos of somewhere they are. And they just shared one of um, uh, Malta, which is a little island off, off of Sicily. <laughs> Beautiful. And, like, said, like, it's one of the most awesome places you go. I actually know a guy from Malta. And when you think about the exotic locations they go... As a travel magazine, the fact that like, like they went to Malta, and then somebody else went to Charleston, and like, let's put Charleston on the list. <laughs> Fuck that Sicilian island. <laughs> Who would want to go there when you got she crab soup and leech water and traffic lights that can fucking I paralyze mean, an entire city? Have you seen the USS Yorktown? <laughs> it's cool as shit. It ain't got nothing on the Mediterranean. All right, I'm sure they got boats over there in Italy. And other exotic parts of the world. But this one's a really big boat. Also, just fuck out. Like, this is going to be a show where I am just... People are going to get it. 
Because I, I am so <laughs> fucking hungry. And I know what's about to happen here yeah. is going to not... Like, normally, I'd be like, we can't do this yeah. while we have eat or yeah. we have food coming. But now, I'm probably in a better position to watch it because I don't have any food in me. Yeah, we definitely didn't do pizza. I can, but tell, I can tell you that. I, Just no, the I, I was way over pizza this weekend. It was like everybody was like... I it's like the easy thing. I, do pizza. I know. Well, like, you've never done pizza in back-to-back days, but... Yeah. Like, I had a pizza in the fridge, and we had the fam over, and they were like, I went to the grocery store, and I was like, what's the plan? They're like, we'll get it. And then I said, Leo, what are they doing? Like, they got pizza. And I'm like, I still have a pizza in the fucking fridge. Thanks for getting it. Yeah, I had some, uh, it's a, I don't know, maybe you'll get one. I don't know. I was looking in the mail. I got a free pizza from some place called Blaze. Hmm. And I was like, there's got to be, all these things you get in the mail, I was like, there's got to be a catch, you know? Yeah. And uh, it turns out there wasn't. You just had to pay the, uh, what do you call Not the Uber Eats, the DoorDash delivery fee. Hmm. $4.99. The pizza was 25 bucks, and I, I put, it said whatever I wanted. I and so I loaded this motherfucker. It was a colorful pizza. Was it good? Or it was, good? if I had paid what they actually charge for their pizzas, I'd be like, nope. Yeah. Because I can go, like we've discussed, for the third straight week, Fucking Domino's should be giving us money at some point. I had that yesterday. Yeah, it's but I mean, you, I can go right now and get a seven ninety nine delicious Domino's yeah. pizza. Yeah, and this Any Blaze size. place, they're they're selling you on our our ingredients are fresh and vibrant and fun, and we do different things. Yeah, and Papa they John do. said that. Look what happened to him. Yeah, said the end. And and now he's owned by Shaq. It's like the ultimate way to get back <laughs> at Mr. Papa. Is that now Shaquille O'Neal pretty much owns your company? We had Domino's last night, and one of the pies was free. I've ordered Domino's so much through their website. Well, that you earn points when you earn. It's like a Kroger Plus card. If you order consistently through the Domino's app and have it delivered, you earn points with every order you get. And once you get sixty points, which can't be a lot because I've only ordered there maybe five or seven times since we first talked about it. I earned 60 points, and so when I checked out, they're like, one of your pizzas is free up to a certain point. I had to pay, like, $7 for the toppings I had added, and I wanted the, the crust I like, which wasn't covered because it's special. But still, I got a free, I got a $7 pizza that would have been, like, 18 bucks. Mm. So not a bad uh, not a bad deal. Yeah, no. I want to go back to the, the smoothie talk mm-hmm. for the listeners. Uh, yeah, they're having a great time. What's funny when you sell at Fuck the listeners. Sugar yeah. shit. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck Alan. I just got mad about this text you message. You want to order some sheet crab soup? No. Fuck, that'd be the last <laughs> thing. Break a fast with sheet crab soup? Uh, yeah, can I get some sheet crab soup with extra leeches? <laughs> <laughs> it RBK response. It's obvious that this bitch has never been to the Gulf or the Keys. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like people from Charleston voting for Charleston. It's yeah. fucking stupid. Anyways, yeah, you were saying about Smoothie King. Oh, Smoothie King's the best. Every once in a while, I'll think like I, I kind of like what you're doing with the cleanse. Like I want to not eat food today Mm -hmm. to give my digestive system a break. Mm -hmm. And I find if I do that semi often, I do feel good the following day. Like, Mm. and especially if you get like a medium, it's filling. Mm -hmm. But I used to go to Smoothie King, and I was hip to their shit early on. I was like. I want the Peanut Power Plus. It's one of their nutritional, like if you're exercising blends. And I would say, like, I want everything in it, but I don't want any of that powder shit you guys add to it because I don't know what it is mm. and I don't want it. I just want the fruit and the almond milk or whatever it is and the peanut butter. No sugar. 
And they're like, all right, well, you want stevia? Like, no, I don't want anything sweet added to mm-hmm. it. The strawberry goo that's in that vat of straw is way sweet enough. Mm-hmm. That with the milk and the bananas and the peanut butter is all I want. Mm-hmm. And they used to always look at me sideways like, this motherfucker is crazy. Like, you're, you're not getting any of the... <laughs> You're not getting any of the protein, muscle protein powder <laughs> booster complex ca- uh, caffeine garbage, and and you don't want you don't want sugar, you don't want stevia either. It's like no, like fucking fruit is sweet. Bananas and strawberries taste good without dumping stevia on top of them, and that's how I would always get it. And it's been a while since I've done that. And I went to a Smoothie King around the corner about a week or two ago, and I ordered it my way. And she said, "So you don't want the dates?" I was, like, what you, I was like, what are you talking about? She said, we've redone our whole menu to be sugar-free and health-conscious. We no longer use any sugar or sugar substitute. What? She said, all the sweeteners in the smoothies now are dates, so it's a natural source of I think I've sweetness. seen this. I think I got an email that already like, sent me a free one. My impulse, my impulse, I didn't do it, was like, is this because of me? <laughs> is this because of the way I've ordered smoothies for the last, like, five years whenever yeah. I go to a Smoothie King? Like, yeah, no what, stevia. Like, because the thing that I've heard every nutritionist say on podcasts and radio. Oh, my God. That, you know who that, that old guy is? Uh, Not that guy. That guy. That guy? Saving Private Ryan. He played oh, the yeah. guy. It's that, Matt Damon. It's, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Sorry, you were saying. The thing that I've heard every nutritionist under the sun say when they're on, like, a podcast is your body doesn't know the difference between sugar and stevia or sugar and Splenda. Or your, 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 basically, your pancreas detects sweet and produces insulin and mm. that process starts it made me think of a joke that I've never quite been able to phrase but it has something to do with like when's the fat person going to figure out that Diet Coke isn't making them thinner mm. like how many decades do you have to go drinking the Diet Cola at mm. 380 pounds before you go I don't think this is working Yeah, <clears throat> like your, your body sees aspartame as sugar mm. and produces insulin which starts that uh, cycle of things that makes you gain weight you gain weight the same on substitutes as you do on the real shit. You may as well just have the real shit. Mm-hmm. But like I, I, to this day, know like relatives who are like, "Well, I'm gonna watch what I eat, so I'm doing the diet." I'm like, it's it's not only is it not better for you in terms of weight loss, it's worse for you in terms of what the fuck it's like doing to your brain. Right. Like just drink the regular Coke or don't drink it at all. How about yeah. That? Well, there's a time switch to water. Just because we're this is a no longer <laughs> uh, this pod thing of ours. This is now better health for better people. Um, Wall guys is on the web. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not. I'm not fasting. And I know. I know. I know. I, eat, I, know. So I, I know. might order something. Yeah. I, I might just point. have to sit in the bathroom. I don't know. Or I'll just get something. I don't case. know. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's not like there's like. It's not like there's five blowjobs at the end of this. Anyways, what I was saying was Would it be Time Magazine. If, it, if there were. No. Time Magazine. <laughs> Time Magazine did a thing where they said just cutting out soda. So like. Any soda, because just like you just said, they said the exact same thing, that while you may not get the calories or the sugar from a diet soda, yeah, you're, you're the aspartame or the sucralose yeah. or you know, any number of the artificial sweeteners are essentially performing the same function. Yeah, the mechanism that starts in your digestive system that leads to weight gain from sugar consumption starts whether it's real sugar or fake. Your body reacts to it the same way, produces insulin, which does this, which does that, which leads to a sort of sugar-based weight gain. Anything sweet triggers it. Right. Which is why they say if you're going to have sugar, you should have the real shit, because at least it's not artificial. Right. Well, I'm trying to do better in all these things, but I don't know what what uh, what I just... I want to go back in time and talk to myself. 
Because this is where the, this is really funny. Because Arden's Garden, do you know how much those fucking things are? The for jugs, two gallons? They're like 14 bucks a pop. Yeah, it's yeah. after tax. It's it was little, $33. Yeah, it's a little investment. And I, now, when I'm looking at it, when I bought them before, I was like, oh, I'm sure they know what these Arden's Gardens. You know, they're, they're a very reputable business. And then I start now, when I got home, it was like $35, $33. What's in this? <laughs> Shit I could have done? <laughs> Grapefruit? And there's no orange. Okay, so you, quit that fucking charade. You can get charade. like a five-gallon thing of distilled water at Kroger for like a nickel. Yeah. Quit the fucking orange juice charade. Because yeah. I don't know. There might be an orange. Like they might have just taken Like in the vat. Yeah. Like when they're making the mass-produced vat. half an orange. They're just... <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy that's just the orange squeeze guy. No, it's it's what it is. It's a cocktail maker at Leon's who's literally holding an orange peel with a lighter underneath it and just essencing it over the top of the jugs. There's no actual orange juice. It's essence of orange. That's what's super funny about this is that you... They, they, they sell you on it's good for you, and because they're selling it on the... It's a two-day cleanse that's going to make you feel better and lose weight. Because that's it. It doesn't say... The selling doesn't, you know, the, the main advertisement doesn't say feel better, cleanse your liver, do all these things. It says lose weight, which most people are like, wait a minute, I can drink. I lose like 20 pounds in two days. I, well, even if they're realistic, they're like, oh, five pounds, four or five pounds in two days, as long as I fast and all I do is drink these and water, which by the way, they keep pushing the distilled part. I'm, I don't have distilled water, so yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to drink water out of a fucking tap, mm. like an American. Yeah. And uh, so now it's just funny because I'm like, man, it's this is wor- This is the worst. This is the worst thing, and I'm unhappy. And I paid thirty three dollars to experience this. Like this is like going. It's like paying for a shitty movie mm-hmm. that you buy the ticket and then your friend can't go. So now it's just you. In, you know, you're in the shitty movie and you're like, I paid thirty three dollars to see this. Like yeah. and it's just terrible from the jump. Yeah. Like just really bad. It's like when I was in eighth grade and my best friend begged me to join chorus with him because he was in chorus to hang out with his girlfriend, to have a class with his girlfriend. Mm. And he begged me to join because he didn't want to be the only dude in chorus because he would have been. And so I did because I'm a good friend. And a week into chorus, Mm. his girlfriend dumped it. Oh. And then we were just both stuck in In chorus. chorus. (laughs) Which is probably (laughs) fun. It wasn't. Not then. Because that teacher sucked. But, uh, yeah, no, I've done this cleanse before. I didn't even finish it. We both were like, fuck this. This fucking sucks. I'm hungry. Let's, and we lived, I mean, we lived in, remember where we lived? It's like, we're an earshot of, like, every good restaurant you can name six, seven, eight years ago in the Ponzi Highlands, little five points in Decatur area. It's like, we're surrounded by some amazing food options. Fuck this juice. Like, this, I'm going to drink a little bit of this for breakfast tomorrow. I'm going to dump the rest down the sink because it's fucking gross. Yeah. And, we pit, and I think we like went to the Vortex or something. It's like, fuck it. Let's go get cheeseburgers. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. Safe sex for a minute. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, we're back. But the, I was thinking while we were gone that <laughs> I ain't going to need some kind of reward for this. You got me started when you said it would have been worth it if mm-hmm. there was, like, five blowjobs at the end of it. Yeah, I don't know if it was, but I it, I would rather just have like a really aggressive kind of porn blowjob, aggressively win to win, enthusiastic blowjob. Yeah, no, I said I think I said violent originally. I'm not sure that's the term, <laughs> but just a real gag fest. The one that oh, yeah. oh, 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 that one. and just yeah, yeah. The kind of like where the the gagging is generating that back of the throat <laughs> saliva that you can only get from that. It's real slippery on the gag. Like eyes are tearing up a little bit. Which reminds me, did you, did you happen to say, <laughs> keep going while I tell you my story? 
Did you have? <laughs> did you happen to see Always Sunny the past week? Yes. I thought defend the or save the dong. Yeah, save. And I, I, I really, I I know. Fucking D. You see the problem with women? I love how they kept cutting away from that. I thought it was a really, really good episode though because it was great. It's stuff that we've talked about. And you probably know what scene I'm talking about where he was saying Dennis was doing his the little liberal, spiel. The liberal and he was like, can you imagine if the Republicans had been in charge of Hollywood for all those years? Movies would have sucked. Yeah. But now, they kind of are sucking. And yeah. the liberals own Hollywood. So, like, what? I don't know. I was like, yeah, the PC culture. Now, yeah, before we go too far down this, can you walk me through what we're dealing with here? They clearly left that shop. They left Captain Spaulding's Chicken and Gasoline. Uh, to the guys, the Chris Hardwick and Rain Wilson, they're traveling cross country to write about roadside attractions. So when they saw Captain Spaulding's fried chicken and gasoline, they stopped to check it out and write about it and add it to their book. And while they're there, he has this novelty uh, murder ride in the back of his I shop where he gives you like a tour of it, America's serial killers. And mm-hmm. there's a local one that's really famous locally in Rugsville, where they are, called Dr. Satan. And there's a tree that they hung Dr. Satan from. So he like they're like, obviously like, well, where's the tree? We want to go see the tree. He gives them directions. And on the way to the tree, they pick up a hitchhiker, Sherry Moon Zombie, Rob Zombie's wife, worst actress in the history of film. She's cute, though. Well, yeah, she's, I mean, yeah. But she is part of this, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre murder family. And by picking her up, they basically sealed their fate because she guides them doing a certain road. They think they blow out a tire. What really happened is a dude shot their tire with a shotgun, and now they're at her house waiting on their car to get fixed because her brother has a tow truck, and they'll never make it out alive at this Mm. point. It's like a weird family. Her, her mother, they got a grandfather. They've got a a deformed brother who's named Tiny. He's that giant from uh, the the movie with uh, Albert Finney. Big Fish, whatever that is, mm-hmm. the giant from that movie. And Bill Mosley, who you already saw with stringy blonde hair. And it's this is the murder house. There's like corpses and bodies and mm. missing skin and all kinds of stuff. Does it stink in there? It probably does in the bedrooms upstairs because <laughs> there's like dead cheerleaders in like beds that they sleep in and shit like that. Oh. They all kept one for themselves, huh? They, they abducted, I think, five and baby. The Rob Zombie's wife. She has two in her room. One's dead. The other one's alive, laying next to the dead one. And Bill Mosley has the other three. I think they all will eventually die too. Mm. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you don't really see what happens to the cheerleaders. You do get to see what happens to Rain Wilson. He's the first to go. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. Chicken. Uh, she doesn't make it. Halal. In a, in a typical fashion. White sauce. <laughs> Do you want to order some Halal guys? I'm so hungry. <laughs> Nobody's going to penalize you for not finishing your shit. I still have another $16 thing to do. So drink it for breakfast for the next week. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, here's what you do. You pour half of it in a glass. Then you pour actual orange juice into it. <laughs> a splash of vodka. You make yourself a cocktail. That's mixer, man. That's all that is. <laughs> we can make awesome Palomas with that shit. That's mixer, man. <laughs> you bought you bought thirty three dollars worth of mixer. That's that's the joke. That's the joke. Was this his first big film? He's he's longtime friends with Sherry Moon and Rob Zombie. No, I'm talking they, about. I know Hardwick or no Wilson uh, Zombie. Is this his first oh, big yeah. film? This is his first film. Period. What? 
Yeah, this is the first movie he made. Oh. And then he made Rejects, and then he got, I think, um, tapped to do the Halloween remake. Which, which we all know. The first Halloween he did was, I saw it. was good. Yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, it's still ridiculous. Halloween 2 is the one with the dog eating. We watched both of them. Mike was like seven foot seven all of a sudden. That's the only problem I had. It was Tyler Maine who played him. I know. We talked about it. The guy that, uh, the wrestler. Or no. Yeah, he was a wrestler. He was. But he was also the really tall guy in Troy that that gets killed right at the beginning. Yeah. Boagrius! Boagrius was his name. Don't ask me how I remember that. (laughs) That's like a it's a classic Adam Carolla moment when he, he recites some useless piece of trivia like that. He's like, don't ask me my kids' middle names though. <laughs> He's like, he can like sing infomercials for you're seri- you know, people that say that I often think like you're just full of shit. You know your kids' middle name. But when you're like that and you're like you have a, a country's legitimately largest podcast mm-hmm. and you're making TV and doing interview, whatever he does, you might actually legitimately forget. Yeah, because like he'll he'll start singing like some local uh, valley infomercial tune for like a car sales shop in the late 1970s. He'll he'll like sing it verbatim. He's like, "Don't ask me what year my kids were born. Like, I don't I don't remember that. <laughs> mm. Like, I think they were born in May sometime. Mm-hmm. I don't know, 10, 12, 13 years ago. <laughs> that was that guy. That's Grandpa. He's one of the other guys that lives in the house. Mm. Grandpa Hugo." He didn't really do anything. <laughs> it's a young Rain Wilson, man. It is a young Rain Wilson. It's this is pre. Uh, he looks really great with a beard. He, he gets a really gnarly yeah. beard going. He's a big Baha'i guy. Did you know that? What does that mean? He's he's a he's a member of the Baha'i faith. I don't know what that is. It's uh, it's a newer religion, like newer than the main three that we all are familiar with. Okay. Centered on the teachings of Baha'u'llah. And he's, like, super into it. I listened to him get interviewed, funny enough, by Chris Hardwick a week or two ago, and it was just heavy on the Baha'i talk. And the spirituality of of Baha'is believe that you can fix the world through spirituality without any real sort of Judeo-Christian type foundation. Mm. So it's unclear what kind of spirituality they're referring to. And the more he kept talking, the more I just kept thinking of the term, I think it's Loris Ipsum, there's a dead cheerleader. You know, Loris, I think it's called Loris Ipsum. You know what that is? No. You ever, like, you ever seen gibberish, like, in an Adobe software? Like, if you make a text box and it just fills with 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 words that aren't words and sentences that aren't sentences? Sure. It's just nonsense. It's filler. The more he kept talking about his Baha'i faith, the more I just kept thinking, like, you just fucking talking in fucking gibberish, man. Like, what... So I liked the, you ten minutes ago. Sorry to change it. What's the point of the masks here? I don't know. They're just wearing masks while they eat some sort of dessert. Oh, it's their tradition. It's it's the family tradition to wear the mask while you eat dessert. What and is the dessert? Some sort of whipped cream, apparently. Based I'm on what's so in his face. fucking hungry. <laughs> I it could, oh, I don't like the look of that guy. He's the he's. He's in Devil's Rejects. That's the one sort of um, continuity issue I have. Devil's Rejects is supposed to happen on the immediate heels of this. And then Devil's Rejects, uh, whatever his name is, I can't think of it right now, has a fucking mountain man beard. Oh, yeah. In this movie, he's got, like, white hair and really wispy, like, 70s sideburns that come down real low. And... 
and somehow or another, between the end of this film and the beginning of Devil's Rejects, his hair goes from thinning and white to just gray and full and a fucking mountain man beard that would put anybody to shame. Right. So that's the one sort of real continuity problem I have. Yeah. Because it's literally like, these people die, movie ends, the whatever family, I can't think of their name right now, they go to bed, and then they wake up to sheriff gunfire because they found they found out that they've been murdering people. Oh. And it's like, he literally manifests a beard and gray hair overnight. Maybe that's how that... Maybe it's not totally implausible. <laughs> Oh, just they're eating. I, I I'd rather it's just terrible things start happening. That's on. This is more. This is more horror to me right now because they have food on their plate. Do you want to get some halal, guys? <laughs> I've been thinking about ordering it because I tried to order it twice recently through Uber, and it was the special menu only. It drives me fucking insane. What does that mean? Like they only do certain things. Like if you want a platter, you can only get the barbecue sauce chicken platter. You don't get the white sauce and the hot, it's barbecue sauce. Why do they do it that way? I don't know. Like, there's two things on the on the Uber menu. Halal Guys special menu, Halal Guys menu. And for some reason lately, they've just been turning off the regular one. Well, before I even decide if I'm going to try to persevere and not be a little bitch, <sighs> can we determine which menu they have tonight? We'd have to pause the recording, but yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. It's absolutely. Safe sex. <laughs> Safe sex. I want to know. know what they I have. I want to know right now. Safe sex. Safe sex. You know, I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm in the 21st century. I can pay people without cash and just send it to them with a click of a button. And it was like, I started doing it. And I was like, yeah, well, this is fun. Just paying all my shit. And Leah was like, hey, what? Where? Why? I know. She was like, you've connected this to the old bank account. You know, like, there's nothing in there. You're just racking up. I'm just racking over, up debt. Over yeah, fees. overage fees. They're pulling it out of savings. Um, but yeah. Oh, I forgot to put the phone back on the airplane mode. I'm getting producer Burke texts. Oh yeah. What what is this? New York with all the bright lights and energy? No no no. Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, producer producer Burke. Really, his shade game is strong. Does he know Alan? Uh, no, they don't personally know each other. I don't think they've ever met either. Why is the date change? Why is it just said, oh, that's... The, hey, that's the following day. That guy has been in some he's, other movies, he's been too. He's in some other stuff, yeah. His name's Rufus in this movie. He's and one he, of these characters that has a name but doesn't really say all that much. Wow, so he's just kind of like the guy that actually just... Uh, that's the street, man, in every Hollywood movie. The Burbs, yeah. Yeah. Bugging, you name it. So, the dude... Matt Damon. Matt Damon. All, all grown up Matt Damon. That's the main girl's dad or grandfather or something like that. And uh, he's concerned because she was supposed to be at his house by now. <laughs> she never made it. Of course So he's not. calling his old sheriff buddy in Rugsville because he used to be a cop. Like, hey, can you go look for my granddaughter? She's supposed to be here. And she called from a place called Spalding's before, uh, you know, last I heard from her. So now he gets involved with the search. Mm. This is when, like, once we see them again, our cup, our four young people. That's when it gets. That's when it'll start getting gruesome. What do you mean? What do you mean? St- like, what are we seeing them right now? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. And I just heard me. I got to put the phone off of airplane mode because you have food coming. Because I have food coming. So oh. we're still recording. Yeah, no, I get it. I just, I'm not liking the whole... Otis, that's his name. 
setup we have going here. Otis is his name. Yeah, we're going to need to maybe not watch while we're eating. I mean, a law guy doesn't look at like any part of the human body. I couldn't eat pizza and watch this movie. That's for damn sure. <laughs> the cheese sliding off the red sauce. It's too much like a face sliding off of... Mm, yeah. <laughs> face mm. skin sliding off of a face. Oh, see, this is the problem with these kind of movies is that we're not really potting right now. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what's coming. I know, but if the li- it's Halloween month, so the listeners who like your reactions, they're just waiting for the, oh, oh, no. Uh, ah. I don't know. I don't, but you may not have enough. You, you don't have any nutrients in your body right now. You, yeah, I do. You're running on distilled I'm running water on, and on grapefruit. grapefruit juice. You know how many calories are in one of those things? It's like it's like 16 in the jug or something like that. No, it's 16 per serving, and there's 66 servings in each of those jugs. It's a thousand calories. So you combine that with like that, what they're saying is it's not you know you're not getting like food. Right. You know, so you're really only getting calories in the sense that they're like the good calorie. Yeah. But, but you're not getting anything that your body can turn into energy. No. That's part of the reason you're, I just, you're like half awake. Yeah. Like you're not, you're like, you're not protein, fat, carbohydrate. All you're consuming is water and fructose. That's it. Like there's no, there's no fiber in there. There's no protein. There's no like... Every, every nutritionist I listen to says, like, if you're going to, like, try and lose weight, you need to increase your fat and protein and decrease your sugar and carbohydrates, mm. period. Like, healthy fats. Eat avocados and lean meat and green vegetables and just stick to that. Oh, boy. Poor Rain Wilson. I don't like how he's the first to go. Well, I think they get rid of the – I think the idea is to get rid of the men first – you know, so that because the women. Oh, are I don't like this at all. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. I don't like. Poor I don't like that they have them on the kind of like a, for those Game of Thrones fans, they've kind of kind of Theon Greyjoy. Isn't, isn't that like a, a Scottish cross? Isn't there like a St. Christopher's cross or somebody was like hung upside down on one of those? Isn't there like a Scottish something or other? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is like light shit. And then, come on. Yeah. I, I never, and I've seen, see, I've seen the rejects. Yeah. Or at least I've seen it so long ago. I, I couldn't remember a single detail, but I've seen that, and I'm not. No. Oh! Is that a hand? That was all, well, it was a forearm up to a hand, yeah. Ray Wilson has no more hand. What you don't know, because the sound's off, is that Otis, the character Otis, he's kind of like a. A murder artist. So, like, the whole reason he's murdering Rain Wilson is to create some artwork out of him. And there he is. Fish fish boy. Why do they call him Fish Boy? Because yeah, he turned him into a, like, a dead mermaid. <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of numb to this movie. I've seen it enough times where it's like, eh, I'm used to, I've seen it. It's not that. Shocking. Oh, boy. That was... <laughs> this is the Buck Owens here. I just... I love this song. <laughs> That's what I was saying earlier. Like, you go from Rain Wilson being revealed as Fish Boy to the big special needs guy waving to Buck Owens' music. Paul <laughs> Goggins. Oh, he's got his own show now. I know. He's on ABC. Have you seen the fucking show he's doing with uh, Danny McBride again on HBO? The Royal... Oh, Vice Principals? No, no, no. The religious one. Oh, the, the Royal... Uh, the... Uh, 
What is the name of that thing? Yeah. It's good. I've been watching it. I only saw the first episode and I haven't been able to get back into it yet, but I've been told uh, that it's pretty good. Something like, oh, it's going to bother me. It's got Daniel Bryan. It's really good. And it's about basically like televangelists. A whole family of them, yeah. It's basically about like a Joel Osteen family who lives real high on the hog because they just collect money hand over fist from their congregation and they're all like shitty people in real life it's something jewel the family jewels no but you're getting closer stone oh the gemstones it's family gemstones you're something like the gems something like that they're called the gemstones the righteous gemstones maybe that's it yeah the righteous gemstones It makes you wonder, like, when you watch that show, they're all incredibly shitty people. Just sniff I that. I know what it smells Just like. sniff I it. I know. I want you in on there and tell me, can you even scent orange? Is There's there no even, like, a dash? <laughs> you know what would be good with I this, though? I had it before. It tastes like water and grapefruit. A juice. nice, like, IPA with a dash of this might be pleasurable if you were at the beach. Yeah, you could make, like, a beer mimosa. I mean, I, I mean, just be a beer, and then you just dash. Yeah. So you're getting the... The fresh and the vibrant of the somewhere orange and the all the way grapefruit. No, this past Christmas, my my sister-in-law was making like Christmas mimosas with berries and uh, some kind of branch, Mm. like a like a Christmas tree branch to give it that piney. And she was was like, I don't really like champagne. Like it's almost like an instant headache when I drink champagne. Right. But to be in the spirit, I filled a glass with a Tropicalia and took a few whaps off of it to get it down a little bit and then I pop, topped it with orange juice and made a beer mimosa mm-hmm. like it, it's citrus hops it's got orange flavor to it it's like it can't be bad it was actually really good I had a couple of them mm. well they do those things like the uh, what do you call them like shandies the beers that are all very yeah. su- not the summer yeah, shandies those are real beers those are, those are like beers for like college girls and country music fans well, no, there was one I had at the, uh, when I went to that wedding, the famous, the famous cum face wedding. That's what we were, we, we found some weird can, it was, they, the reason we bought them was because they were still five and some odd percent, even for being shandies, but they were big and they were like the, the 16 ounce cans and they had green stripe on it. And it was like mm. from New Jersey, Nagansett, New Jersey, which I'd heard in our favorite show, of course, but I didn't know. But yeah, they were fucking awesome. But everyone was like, "What are you drinking?" Because it does kind of look like I'm over like, "Hey, who's that little bitch with the can of like four loco?" Is that going really well with your Capri? <laughs> Do you need to go change your pad? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's a Virginia Slim. My mistake. Capri. <laughs> we got when I was working at that Ingles when I was 16, they would throw away so many cigarettes, dude. It's insane. They would throw it. So any think that's still a thing. Like, I, can we dumpster dive I, and, um, and sell cigarettes on the street? A thousand percent. That, but I mean, you would know they're old, because I mean, like cigarettes don't have a shelf life. They, I know, but we could like sell them for a dollar to people on the street. Oh, a, a thousand percent. And then we, I went and, and did, it, I did it. Like, I did it. I didn't sell them. Just I, so you know, I would just go out back. But the thing is, like, they, here's the thing: they never ran out, or they never had a problem selling Marlboro Lights. Right. You understand that you this you weren't going right. to go and that's where it got to the Capri part because we're getting there. Yeah. It was always these brands of cigarettes that you didn't even know were brands of cigarettes. Yeah, like not just the GPCs and the off-brand shit, but like Capris. I had never even seen one of those. Right. So I was like a Capri One Twenty, and it's all colorful, and it re- it reminded me of like the color palette that my great grandmother loved about Panama City it's Beach. Got cherries on it. Yeah, it's like really pretty. 
And then you open it, you're like, what the fuck is this? It's like smoking it's a, a toothpick of tobacco. Well, you know what it is? I, I said it, and I was like, this is the perfect example of what this looks like. It looks like uh, what you would put a lollipop on top of. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they call those in Australia. I wonder if you were to, like, ratio it to the width of a traditional cigarette, how short it would be. Like, how much of a real cigarette? Oh, yeah, and that is the thing. It's also about that long. Yeah, it's like the size of a pencil. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's much longer than my penis. <laughs> but, like, it makes you wonder, like, if you were to squid, if you were to midget it down, like, are we talking, like, five drags? Oh, my God, by the way. Of a real cigarette? Just because we're always so dong heavy here at TPTO. Say oh, the That is. <laughs> that is. What is that? He's eating cereal out of a dog bowl. That's not cereal. But Anyways. He's a, but he's a mutant, so it's kind of gross to look at. I don't want to see it. It's wearing a T-shirt that says "cheap-ass Halloween costume." Nice. Uh, I was was, I was at the club the other day, and you know, I'm always telling you, telling about my dong, not my dong, but the dong stories from the club, you know. And um, sure enough, this guy walks in. Noise guy's been there a lot lately. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) The grunty. I'm aware. Uh, He's been there a lot. He he walked out, and I uh, I was sitting down. I just come out of the shower. And I changed. It's really nice because you can like get take you know do a really hard workout, go to the steam room, and then take yourself a nice good shower. And you come out and there's like sofas and stuff. You can just chill and relax before you have to go about mm. the rest of your day. Mm. So I'm sitting on the sofas. I'm watching. It was Sunday. This was yesterday. So I was watching some football. And uh, uh, this guy comes in and I've never seen him before. You know, you get used to seeing the, seeing the same people over and over. You're used to seeing the same penis over and over. <laughs> that too. <laughs> um, but this guy, I mean, he looked like Larry. Like if there was a good. If there was a cousin that lived in the house too. Another, just add another character that lives with these fucking crazies. Yeah, it would be this guy. Mm. So he had like really greasy hair. Mm. He was wearing a shirt that I can only describe as like '80s at its finest. It was a button-down sleeve, sleeveless shirt, mm. polyester. Sleeve was like Mac from It's Always Sunny. No, no, no. Just like I'm saying, it's like a, it looked like a a, a dress shirt, a dress shirt, but, but it's short, short like like uh, like speaking of this, like like Dwight would wear in the office. Yeah. But it had this bad color palette, and his shorts were wrinkly and dirty, and he had these thick glasses. I mean, this guy was like a walking character. I was like, well, one, how does he afford it? If this is how he, gen- I'm not. That's not me judging. Right. Just like. Two, he maybe takes, that's what he spends his money on. Maybe. He takes off his shirt, and he had one of the... I, I cannot stand... I am so grateful in my life to have the body composition I do as it pertains to this. I certainly wish I was, like, ripped and huge, and I mm-hmm. never gained weight, no matter what I did. Right, but you feel good, like, when you see someone take off their shirt, and they have, like, noticeably puffy nipples, and you're like, I'm glad I don't have that. Yeah, well, he had some <laughs> nip, nipple problems he had, but the biggest problem is he had one of those concaved chests. Mm. It looked like, as a child, a very large man... Yeah, had I just know, punched him right in the chest so that yeah. this, the, the chest sinks in yeah. before this pot belly pours out. Yeah. And he probably only weighed 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. So when I say pot belly, I mean the only weight on this man's body. Yeah. I thought <laughs> was in his belly. Because then as I'm standing there, I'm on this, I, I kind of sat poorly. I sat on the side of this area where, oh, that's not so bad. Is that one of the people? It's one of the people, I think. Or it might be a dead cheerleader because the cheerleaders were in the house before. It might be the girl. I think it's the it's Rain Wilson's girlfriend. Oh, Safe sex. Oh, that's our food. My food. 
You're not eating. So this guy was packing a dome. Well, we never got there. You just kind of spoiled the fun. But yeah, when I when he turned the corner, it was uh, I would probably say touching his knees. No, no, it wasn't absurd, but it was just comparative with his look and everything else. Yeah, he felt com- that was you could tell this was an area of his life he felt comfortable. He might look like a, a ragamuffin piece of shit. He might have a concave chest. He might have to wear glasses. But it was probably the largest uncircumcised dong I've ever seen hanging. I'll Germany. say that. Could have been. Could have been. It's one of those things was like, you, you know, you only live one life. So you'll never know. Mm-hmm. But it's like you do, like, there's that party that wants to, like, what's it feel like to have a dick, like, knocking into your legs? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> What's it like to walk around with... Like on a hot summer day and have to readjust your dick that's like down near your... Yeah, like if you want to shift from one leg to the other, you have to like rope it up like a fire hose and then feed it down the other leg. You can't just move it. (laughs) It's so true. Like when it... Like Lexington Steel's like, I gotta get it on my left leg. And just two hands rolling it up. And then, like, you grab the head and you kind of aim it down the left leg and then you just funnel it down in there. Like Yeah. I, I often think, like, when someone says, you know, which way, when you go get, like, fitted for a suit or a tux, which way do you profile? That shit just I'm like, falls no, my, where my, it falls. Mine man. just kind of sits on top of my balls. I don't know. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about? Like, the head of my dick just kind of, like, <laughs> rides the seam of the pant in the middle. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> but to be able to say, like, Oh, I profile hard left. Oh, Ooh. I like it when the head's touching my left knee now. <laughs> like, and those are the guys, too, that, you know, like, buy the sharpest or the tightest pants, mm-hmm. you know, because they're like, like, like when, 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 when this, when, when the, what is the new, when these skinny jeans hit, mm-hmm. and that was back a thing, because mm-hmm. you got to think, all those, 20 years, it was Jinkos and, and baggy clothes. Yeah. And now you got this skinny jean thing. You in there. Well, you know. Oh, the Man. smell just. One white sauce is not enough. I'm gonna have to get another one. Oh, you want me here? Up, safe sex it, and I'll get you. Get you the other white sauces. Thank you for the extra white. You put the movie bag on. Yeah, it's so funny how that's changed a lot too. Like it used to be an extra white would have been any number of things. Yeah, it, it meant uh, one of twelve vodkas. <laughs> I did buy the sleeves. <laughs> It's like money that way. <laughs> it's an economical thing, babe. It's not, a, it's not an alcoholic thing. It's the economics of it. Oh, man. I, uh, you know, I t- I've been taking pretty, pretty substantial breaks from drinking. But, um, uh, on, <laughs> on Saturday, we took the girls to a pumpkin farm. I'm we, aware. When we left the pumpkin farm, <laughs> we went to my parents' house because my dad had made wings and steak to watch Georgia play Tennessee. Nice. I didn't really pay Weird attention. combo, though. Wings and steak. Well, he'd like made steak basically like cut up, and he made like a horseradish sauce, like oh. dip it in. It was like an appetizer steak. And he smoked wings and did them in teriyaki sauce. Nice. But anyways, on the way there, I'm like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to get some beer because they're both on a big health kick, and if they drink it all, it's red wine. Which I like, but not for sitting outside eating yeah. chicken wings. And Christy goes, do you drink beer every day? 
was like, who did this? Kristen. I was like, oh, I mean, I drink beer most days, but I haven't had one lately because I've been sick. Like, there's definitely a few days there where I didn't have one, but yeah, like, and then yesterday, she comes home from work, and we have some tequila in the kitchen from mm-hmm. the last time we were drinking tequila, and she just immediately pours two shots and, like, signals me to come have one with her. And I walked over, and I picked it up, and I was like, do you drink beer every night? <laughs> She just gave me the shut up, fuck you. Yeah, face. like, yeah. Yesterday I was feeling judgy. Now I just want to drink. Yesterday I was feeling like we should stop drinking, and today I feel like we should drink. <laughs> How's her. Is she still in school or is she out mm-hmm. of. Yeah, that program will run through March, so she'll be in school for a while. Do you think that rice is naturally that color? I don't know, but it is. I know you're hungry, and I'm sorry, but I love this rice. Saffron it's rice, delicious. isn't it? Saffron rice? Oh, it sounds right. But I would, I would, it's so good. I, I just think it's, like I've always said, it's just hilarious to me that you would never ever, you know, you wouldn't, ew, gross. And now it's like any given day I'm pro, oh, come. Okay, it's not so bad. Oh, it's getting worse. You know, Banks is working here on Thursdays now. Yeah. And... Two Thursdays ago, he's like, I want to try this halal guys. So I took him there, and when we get there, he's like, Who the fuck are we? I thought we were going to the place next to Wing Ranch. He said, No, that's Hovan. I don't want to fucking go there because I don't like tzatziki sauce. You don't have to get fucking tzatziki sauce. Is there an alternative sauce? They have plenty of sauces. They have hot sauces. They've got all kinds is it of hot stuff. like this? No, theirs is actually there? quite good. This is this this is different. This is not. Anyway, uh, I, I don't want to fucking lamb euro and whatever that shit is. And he went on another tirade about how amazing Great Raps is. Great Raps? Banks loves Great Raps. Well, it's just shitty raps at the mall. It's not, what is there to, is there even a location of Great Raps or is it always just in the mall? That that that's that tells you how good it is. It's just a mall thing. Okay. Dead nigger girls. I gotta say, you just I, I, I know that you said dead naked girls. But with food in your mouth, I want you to go back when you're doing your editing and think real hard before you might want to release that cut. <laughs> Got naked girls. <laughs> Speed it up and add more food. Oh, yeah, it's like the guy who makes his bowl. <laughs> Niggas? <laughs> Niggas? <laughs> Listen, buddy, I know you're saying next guess. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying the N-word with an A-Z. Yeah, that's what I just heard when I when you were like, ah. Niggas? Uh, dead naked girls. Whoa. Whoa. Niggas? <laughs> hey, buddy, you want some? Is, is that the same guy that always looks so disappointed when you tell him to, to no sauce mm-hmm. on the side? Like, he just lives for that shit. Oh, he's got it. He grabs that sauce bottle, flips it upside down, and he's, <laughs> he's ready He to makes squirt. really hard eye contact at you, too. No, no, no. Give me two packets on the side. Man. <laughs> it's like his favorite part of his day. <laughs> It's the only thing that makes his job worthwhile. So now they've been found out here. Is that what's happening? Well, the police found the car that they dumped. And they figured out where the car came from. And they suspected it was this family. And they went and asked him some questions. And because his family is just like a anarchist, murdering, fuck the world family, like, well, whatever, he's going to kill the police that came to ask about the teenagers we killed. Right. Oh. Yeah, that's an interesting way to do that. 
He makes Walton Goggins wait for a while. He makes him think about, yeah. hey, I'm going to shoot you, and you know what's coming, because you know what's going to happen <laughs> soon. I'm going to make you sit here and think about your own death for a minute. That is weird. She is pretty, though. I love this scene. I'm going to turn the sound on for this one, because I love this scene. I like that. Well, we can't have too much sound in here. Walking around in pants with What was the name of this club? The Red the red What? This is a liquor store. Red Hot Pussy Liquor. <laughs> I guess they don't really kill their guy that supplies the. Uh... They don't kill everyone. Just you know. Ugh. Oh. Oh yeah, that's the that's the fa- there's no skin on that face. And, yeah. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Oh come on! Is he wearing it? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's wrong with people, man? He's wearing Matt Damon. He's wearing old Matt Damon. Oh, he's he's done. He killed the old. Oh no, they killed the old guy, but. They just do this? Yeah, this is what they do? Old Matt Damon. He's, he's going to put on old Matt Damon's face so he can go kiss old Matt Damon's granddaughter with, with daddy's great daddy's oh, face. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> the fuck? I purposely watched this last night. This is fucking absurd. So that I could be familiar with it for all your questions. I don't have... Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. And Kristen's seen it too, so she'll get a kick out of this. Oh, that is... Just putrid. Uh, that's the only word. It's a perfect word. Just putrid. This, this is, is putrid. This is <laughs> Who is? Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. And what do they got them hung up in? I don't know. They got them dressed like bunny rabbits. So this is one of their granddaughters? <laughs> or this was one of his granddaughters? Old Matt Damon's granddaughter is the, uh, is the main girl. Not that one, but the other one. I just have so many questions, not about the film, but about the psychology behind why these sell so well. It makes you feel good knowing that Rob Zombie decided not to have children. That is putrid. And he's going to make her kid. Oh, God. Oh boy! I do not like that. I do not like this. No, no, that's so bad. Oh, he's got his chest on him. (laughs) Why even go that far? You have the head. Oh, that is so bad. Skin somebody. I will say this from a movie making perspective: it's pretty incredible what they've been able to do to make a mask look so much like that guy. Yeah, it's a good mold. But they've even gotten the shading right. But this is a good part, a good point to what I'm saying here. This man had to think like this. You have to be on some psychological level. You have to think like this. You know what's funny? This actor, Bill Mosley, he 
when he's been interviewed, he's like, I'm an actor, so I make these movies because I like working with Rob and, and I like acting. So, but I absolutely abhor violence and gore and don't like the subject matter whatsoever. <laughs> what else has he been in? Mostly horror movies. This is the thing. It's like he kind of got pigeonholed. He was actually, if you recall, he's in Texas Chainsaw 2. He's the guy with the metal plate for his head. Oh my God, yeah. Oh, he was like in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <sighs> he's part of the Texas Chainsaw family that kills people. It's very similar to this family. Yeah. I, but this is what I'm saying. Like, who thinks like this? Who? Who? And why does it sell? Think about, like, we have a we have some, a few listeners on this show. I don't know how many of them outside of yourself enjoy horror films, but let let answer. You know, hit me back with your thoughts on it. But they make them all the time because they sell. Even mm-hmm. the bad ones. Even the bye bye mans of the world, as I've joked about on several occasions. Mm-hmm. Some of your terrible, terrible, just. What's that word? Campy, ludicrous horror film will always sell. And if someone says, how do you know that? I say, because they keep fucking making them. You can watch a preview every week for another horror movie. Some there's Now there's like ones with dolls, Annabelle. I yeah. saw one of those. It's like Annabelle 5. Well, I was like, there's been four of them? It's been around. I like old camp, like the Texas Chainsaw 2 and like your old like slasher, Jason, Teenagers in the Woods, campy movies. I don't like modern camp. Because it's all so low budget mm. and poorly made, and it's not, it's not cute because it was made in 1979. It's like this was made fucking yesterday. It sucks. I went way too heavy on the hot sauce. I've got so much hiccup action going right now. <laughs> it's not good. I don't even know how I did. I did like five drops, and it's really, really, really bothering me. Oh boy. I'm gonna keep eating it though. Oh, what did he just throw him in? Well. They've talked about the legend of Dr. Satan. It turns out, funny backstory to the movie itself, Rob Zombie had no budget to make this. Mm. And the studio that was making it decided they didn't want to do it after they saw the first rough cut. So he had to shelve it. And then I think Lionsgate bought it and gave him like $5 million to reshoot the end. So he made the first two-thirds with no budget, and then the last third with more budget than he had for the entire movie prior to it. <laughs> and so instead of doing whatever the original ending was, which I don't know, they do this sort of otherworldly supernatural ending where the bunny people that they've been turned into, they get lowered into this hole, and what you eventually find is Dr. Satan, who's like still alive after all these hundreds of years operating on people, and he's got this like mutant henchman with like a suction cup for a mouth and it's we were about to see this yeah like it goes from Texas Chainsaw Massacre to like supernatural weird demonic shit like it it leaps this almost horror genre into something into something completely different it goes a little S. Scott Zoller it goes weird and then oh Chris Hardwick no that's not that's Chris Hardwick's girlfriend oh Chris Hardwick's actually still alive he's the one they threw in the coffin he just doesn't have a scalp anymore Oh, good. <laughs> oh, buddy. As far as modern horror movies go that I like, I like the uh, paranormal ghost, maybe it's the devil ones, like um, 
the Conjuring and Insidious and all those because mm-hmm. those make you jump. Those are startlers. Yeah, you know, actually, what people I think like they like the ride of ah, when they go. Yeah, I saw the Braves have the bases loaded here. The Conjurings are genuinely good movies. I saw uh, a movie that I think it was like had I think M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong had like a maybe a producing role, not a director. I don't think, but it's called Devil. Yeah, on the elevator. Yeah. yeah, I actually think that was a pretty entertaining mm-hmm. flick. I, I don't think it was like great, but I, I, I thought it was really interesting. Were you able to guess who it was going to be? I had an idea fairly early on, but I won't, we won't ruin it. <clears throat> but I had an idea. Can we take a quick safe sex? I got to pee again. Yeah, yeah, safe sex. Thanks. <clears throat> All right, we're recording again. Okay. You're still holding out. No food. Yeah. Here comes Doctor Satan. What is so? This is a guy that they murdered. No, Doctor Satan is like a local serial killer legend who used to operate on people because he thought he could turn, uh, like, basically special ed adults into like his own mutant army. Oh. So there's lots of surgery and stuff involved, and 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 <coughs> you'll see. It's all you'll, it's all happening underground. <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs> well, get ready, because it's coming. They're in a coffin. <coughs> now it's pitch black dark. And they're in the ground. And then uh, she's dead. She didn't make it. She didn't make it. She did not make it. <clears throat> and they give her, like, this whole, like, ritualistic, ceremonial Viking funeral. It's unclear why, but... <laughs> this is some weird fucking shit, man. Like, I feel bad when we watch these on the pod because, like, nothing really ever happens. We're not telling any stories. We're not even focused on any... The, the, the one thing I'm taking away from this is that Rob Zombie really is a fucking weirdo, and I can't get over great raps being one of Banks' favorite. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, and I'm not throwing any shade at him. I just shouldn't be surprised that Banks loves great raps. So he didn't like Halal Guys, though? You never really finished that. I think he did. I think he liked it. But he wasn't, like, singing its praises. He didn't want to go back next Thursday... You know, like we, like with uh, what like was with it? the Wing Ranch. Like well, once I got him on the Wing Ranch, like wasn't there's something else over here that we were eating that I got turned on to and. Bolinos. No. That doesn't fucking matter. <clears throat> Man, look at you! You look so happy. And full. Full. And you over here, one beer. sip deep on your juice. I just keep looking at it, and it would be easier if it tasted good. And I would be say, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> what are these? They're just like, I don't know, mutant zombie people that live in the ground. It's unclear. This is where it takes like a weird zombie, supernatural, other word, otherworldly mutant. I like how this one guy that doesn't really have much of a role in the film, other than like strongman, just kind of casually walks around everywhere. It's just another day, day in the life of Rufus. <laughs> The Life of Rufus. They should do a third part trilogy. The Life of Rufus. We can talk about something I saw news-related today. Oh, you watched the news? No, it was an article on Facebook. Ah. It wasn't really so much a news article. It was a, sort of a health and science article. Okay. This uh, guy who's been hired to perform autopsies on the, at the time, 14 people who had died from something vape-related. Uh, officially gave a statement that their lung, the lungs of the 14 people he autopsied from vaping-related death 
looked like the lungs of someone who had been exposed to poisonous chemicals that they had inhaled, like, on the job. Mm. Like, apparently the, like, the lungs of these people looked like, like they had been ravaged by chemical poisons. They had been. They didn't well, look yeah. like they had been. <laughs> they had been. And uh, it just, it, the article kind of went on to speculate, like, what, what the fuck are we doing? Does anybody even really know what they're inhaling? The best part about it was all the blowing clouds, bro, comments in it. Like, all these people were like, yeah, well, how come we're this only happening now? How come you don't hear about this in Europe? How come, like, all these, all these like, uh, what did you used to say about Hillary, Hillary, the yeah, but what about? Yeah, the what about is Yeah, but what about this? What about, it's like, all right, we get it, man. You want to blow clouds and, you know, if, blow if, somebody, if somebody's going to point out to you why that could be inherently dangerous, like, well, we've got to get more facts on this so I can go rip some more. <laughs> Rip some more. Uh, My papaya and mango's gotta get. I gotta blow clouds, bro. <laughs> it's big tobacco's telling you this shit, man. That was somebody in the art was like, "This is fucking big tobacco's behind this. They're trying to get us back on cigarettes." I'm like, you know, I've seen the cigarette lung. It's not good, but it came out of a 75 year old man. Right. The chemical poison lung came out of a 19 year old kid. Like, if I was gonna be addicted to a, a substance that you had to inhale to get your nicotine fix. I'm going to go the 79-year-old emphysema route all day long. <laughs> what I'm not going to do is fucking get a sweet new rig that tastes like peach mango and blow clouds, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, has there been any determining as to what... Uh, is this a certain brand? Well, everybody keeps saying that in those instances, these were black market vape cartridges. And it's like, yeah, but, like, what else is there if you're, like, in a state like this where you're buying... THC cartridges. You don't fucking know what you're getting. That's why my buddy that lives in Boulder said, fuck that shit. I don't buy it. Like, if I want to get stoned out here, I buy the old-fashioned shit and I mm. grind it up. And if I don't want it to be harsh on my lungs, I get one of those, what I have, one of those dry herb vaporizers where you're just basically, you know, slowly heating it instead of burning it. Right. But the, he said, especially like in Georgia and other states where it's still illegal, you don't know what you're getting. And people just pop them in that pen and walk around like it ain't no big deal. He's like, fuck that, man. Like, I, I'm his words exactly. Right. I'm not gonna, I don't wanna be around in 10 years when we find out some like fucking popcorn lung or whatever the fuck happens. Cause you do Is that it shit. up to 14 though? <laughs> it was 14, I think, when this guy did the autopsies. It's up to 19. Oh no. Oh boy. What's, what it, what's behind that door? She is embarking on Dr. Satan's lair. Who is this? This is her movie. I don't know that she's done anything else. No, I'm saying, like, wh where has this person been in the story? Is this one of the girls? Yeah, she was the other girl in the back seat. Oh. This is, uh, I think this is Chris Hardwick's girlfriend, or Rain Wilson. Like, they both each had a girlfriend. Right. Chris Hardwick's still alive, but he's in... Uh, he's in that casket thing, isn't he? No, he got dragged away by the mummy, by the zombie people. He's in Dr. Satan's chair. So when we eventually see Dr. Satan... Sawing into someone's head, it's it's Chris Hardwick. Oh, it's coming up. Fuck me. <laughs> Why do y'all enjoy this shit? I don't really particularly enjoy this one. I've had this movie for a long time. I don't. Oh, like they're it. eating. Oh god. <laughs> what the okay. fuck was that? I don't even want to look up. You tell me when there's heads or something. Well, I just wait because you're gonna see Doctor Satan. Now there's there's Jerry, which is Chris Hardwick's character. Which Chris Hardwick made the point recently. He's like, you don't. Here he is. There's there's Hardwick. He's gonna... ah! Oh, come on! There's Dr. Satan. What? He looks like a modem Joe. 
He's got like he's got like metal things working his arms. It's unclear what like he talks in like whispers. The sound's not on, so you can't. What is the f- oh? That's his skin. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Fucking guy, shut up. <laughs> Chris Hardwick made the point recently, like, you don't actually ever see his character die. He's still alive and convulsing because he's hoping that that's the that's the mutant dude with the suction cup mouth. He's gross. What does he, this guy do? He's like Dr. Satan's henchman. He's going to go chase her down because she's obviously going to run. Like, you would run. Right. And uh, can't have her get away, so he's going he's gonna to make sure she stays put. And he's weird. Like, he's like a skinless thing. He's got, like, metal prongs in him. At some point, he takes off his suction cup mouth, and there's just goo. Okay, dude. I get <laughs> It's gross. But he does... He She she makes it. In your classic sort of Texas chainsaw scenario, like, there is a lone female survivor. But she's got to... She's got to get away from whatever this thing is first. Dude, why do you all watch this shit? Why? Like, what is... Is it just... <laughs> Especially if it's not, like, fear. Like, this isn't really fear-related, because this ain't... You're not going to end up in Doctor Doom's Magical Palace of Horrors. You're just not. This isn't a movie now that I would watch outside of the context of this podcast. I watched it last night to re-familiarize myself with it for the purposes of the podcast, but I haven't had the desire to watch it or Rejects or any of his original movies. I do like the Halloweens, because I like the original series, and I like his Rob Zombie stamp on them, but... From a just a film critic perspective, like it's a shitty movie. <laughs> it's not good. The writing is bad. His, <clears throat> the dialogue is bad because it was picked up and then dropped by one studio and then picked up by another and given a bigger budget than he had ever had to shoot the this ending. They don't the the storylines don't make sense. Like imagine you watched the original Texas Chainsaw, which is about a weird hillbilly Texas cannibal family, but then all of a sudden there's satanic mutants underground it's like what the fuck where yeah. this where's this coming from definitely feels disconjointed so it's two movies like mushed together and then you have the whole issue that i mentioned earlier with the uh the continuity for the sequel where all of a sudden otis has a beard uh so the, i mean they're not good movies they're violent for the sake of violence the dialogue is terrible <laughs> <coughs> so i don't watch this for fun anymore. I remember I bought this DVD probably when I was in my early 20s, maybe even when I had met Kristen, because I had never seen it before. There's this gross mouth. Oh, fuck me. That's <laughs> like a... Oh, what the fuck? It's like a loogie. It's like a butthole with <laughs> teeth. What the fuck? It's like a loogie that he's had stuck in his face for a while. But anyways, I bought it because I remember when this came out in high school... All the it was like it was like Marilyn Manson stories. Did you ever hear the Marilyn Manson stories when you were in grade school? Of course, like, he could suck like his own dick. He, he took he had his ribs removed so he could suck his own dick, and he scooped his eye out with a spoon, and he threw a puppy in a crowd, and people like ripped its limbs off. Yeah, all these and none of them are true. Yeah, it's like no, that's a contact. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't scoop his eye out. Uh, I'm pretty sure if he threw a puppy into a crowd, it would have made the news. Yeah, you know, it's all lore and bullshit. So when this movie came out the lore around it. Like, I remember someone told me, like, oh, that's so fucked up. Like, the first thing you see is, like, these two clowns just, like, mutilate each other with steak knives. It's like, oh, man, fuck, I don't want to watch that. That sounds fucked up. And then eventually, at, I don't know, 23, 24, I was like, I've never seen the Rob Zombie original movie. I kind of want to see it <laughs> to see, like, what all the 
hubbub's about. And I bought it and I watched it with Kristen. And I think she had seen it. And I was like, none of the shit that people described when I was 17 or whatever age happened at all. Right. It's like the, all the hype and all the lore got built up. And then you watch it and it's like, this is just a shitty movie with bad dialogue. And like, honestly, one memorable character, which is Captain Spaulding, that you see for all of 10 minutes of screen time. So it's like, I don't. I don't get the hype. But then after seeing it, I was like, well, now I want to see The Devil's Rejects because I want to see the follow-up. And to me, that movie's even fucking worse. It's just more violence for the sake of violence with a dumb ending, fucking Leonard Skinner and them riding off into the sunset to get shot to death and mutilated with machine guns. And then for somehow or another, they managed to survive that, and that's what this new fucking movie is about. There's a new movie? There's a, there's a trilogy to this. And the okay. third one is coming out now called... Uh, Three from Hell, and it's about the three Devil's Rejects miraculously surviving, being riddled with machine gun bullets at the end of the Devil's Rejects, and going on another killing spree. There you go. (laughs) It works. Like I said, it shit sells, man. I can only imagine how poorly that one's written. Apologies, Rob. Rob Zombie, please subscribe. (laughs) We haven't done a... Oh, boy. (laughs) Cherry Moon Zombie, she's... Seen, I've heard her in interviews. She sounds like a very pleasant person. Mm-hmm. She's a big animal rights person. They have a farm with goats. They like they rescue goats that farms are getting rid of, um, just to like let them run around and be goats. They sound like wonderful people. And as a teenager, I liked his heavy metal music, <laughs> but the dialogue in his movie in his original is so poor. I mean, the dialogue in Halloween is poor. Yeah, that was bad. The second one in particular, he you could tell he just for that second one it wasn't. He might as well have been a deaf mute. Like, if you appreciate the dialogue of Quentin Tarantino, like Rob Zombie is to Quentin Tarantino what like gummy bears are to peanut butter. <laughs> like these two, th- like these two things do not go together. That's a nice car. It's a cool car and it's, oh no, it's Captain Spaulding. He's not. But he's all—he's like a part of their team, though, isn't he? Well, he just owns the gas station. He's like—he's like—he's just the guy who told him where the tree was. He's like, I, I, re- I recognize you. Like, people are looking for you. Like, I'm gonna get you to the hospital. I like how you can always tell, like, he had grease paint on earlier <laughs> from his clown getup. Oh yeah. This is weird. This isn't gonna go any. I briefly kind of met him once because he was at a horror convention in Atlanta. He looks the exact same in person. <laughs> Minus the, grease, <coughs> minus the grease paint, naturally. Well. Just hang. There we go. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't make it. <laughs> Nobody makes it. No. Wait a minute. Did he already kill her? No, but. Oh, come on. Now she's back. Like, she's back in Dr. Satan's lair. But. She never got away. Oh, where's Chris Hardwick? Oh, he, well, we're presumably dead. Suction cup guys there. No. That's it. That's it? It's over. Okay, thank you. Jesus <laughs> loves me. This I know. That is some terrible shit. I, I would say <clears throat> by the standards that we've kind of set with the horror films, I don't think that was as bad <laughs> as some of this. You know? What's the worst one we've done? Well, I don't know. I mean, that, that Halloween was bad, but it only, only because... They Halloween, killed the dog. The Hall- well, and that was Halloween, it. too. Ha- the Halloweens, 
are good though, just because there's fucking money behind them. Like the dialogue is bad, but it was sh- they're shot well. The first one's a decent remake of the original. If once you put aside the unnecessary backstory and the fucking mom character, as far as Halloween goes, the first one's a de- decent retelling, and the sequel is an okay. Like Rob Zombie just said, like fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own Halloween too. Mm-hmm. The Danny McBride Halloween from last year uh, is actually really good. I didn't like it. Didn't we, like it? We, we can talk about this. I, I did not like it at all. I thought that it was well made, um, but no, I, I did not care for it. I, I thought like... Was it because of all the female empowerment? No, not at all. <laughs> it's funny, though. Uh, <laughs> it's too woke. It's just too woke for Halloween me. Halloween too woke? Well, it, <clears throat> again, it's like they have, they have Jamie Lee... As this crazy grandma who everyone, you know, kind of looks down on now because she's just nuts. and she no one because her brother tried to kill her. brother tried to kill her, and she still believes that he's out there, and he's going to come again. And then, you know, and, it, and what I don't understand, what I was like, this doesn't really doesn't really resonate, doesn't really work, is like, she's been through that. Who cares if she wants to be a little bit more protective of her people? But that one daughter of hers is like, you know, mom, you mom, bitch, you dumb bitch, you ruined my childhood, man. <laughs> like, it could have been worse. Yeah, like, <laughs> so she's gonna be like, do you want to see the documentary they made about what happened to me? <laughs> it's just, I just didn't like it. And, and then my infant brother and I really, grew up to be a mutant yeah. with a fucking William Shatner mask, and he tried to murder me with a butcher knife. I really didn't like <laughs> how they how it ended. And the, like with the fire and the trap and, and the all door, that. hey motherfucker! Like the, all, now the daughter's a badass. Yeah. No, now well, she's she, fucking, she remembered her weapons training. Yeah, I just didn't like it. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that. Like I say it, it was well made, and I, it was an. It felt like an homage, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell they had a genuine uh, love for the movie, but I liked the approach in that Danny McBride was like, "We're gonna make a sequel to the first movie as if." All of the other sequels never got made. Yeah. Which I was like, that's cool because you sure, sure shit don't need. Halloween I'm getting my. Eight. I think I might be getting my my movies mixed up. Which which one is the one where he he gets out and he goes to the gas station and he steals that he knifes that one dude in the bathroom while the dude was trying to take a shit and steals his clothes. Was that the Danny McBride or was that the Rob? That's Rob John. Well, that happens in a lot of. In a well, lot this of one is like this. This guy comes in. He's like. You know, he's all like fun, haha. Take the black him t- guy yeah. with the big sideburns. That's Rob Zombie. Is it Rob? Okay. And we watched both, so you're mixing because you're you're mix like the dog eating. That's the second one. That's the second. Yeah. When Michael Myers is mostly like just a big dude in a hoodie. But in the the Danny McBride one, it starts with that English doctor. That's like Michael. Yeah. And then that courtyard and all the animals start going crazy and the yeah. people, ah! all the other crazies like yeah. feel his crazy and then they're like, ah! People that Dwight Yoakam from Sling Blade could never be around. <laughs> I saw Dwight Yoakam in that country music documentary Ken Burns made. Mm-hmm. He's great. I mean, Dwight Yoakam's just awesome. But the whole time he's talking, I'm just like, it's really tough for me to not just go right back into Sling Blade. I can't be in the same room. <clears throat> When he's like, let's get the band together again. And they're back there playing that one. It's all. Just the on repeat. The only thing they can get going. And then. Uh, Sheriff Ed Shellnut. We're best friends. Yeah, go. I'm a best friends with Chief, Chief of Police J.D. Shellnut. God, I love that movie, man. 
not funny, haha, funny queer. <laughs> oh, Sling Blade is not woke. No, it isn't, but it really works. John Ritter is so good in that movie, too. On the heels of last week's show, I didn't say this on the pod, but I was like, I'm going to make a logo that maybe we can put on shirts one day. Because this is the kind of shirt where you could probably sell it to both sides of the aisle and nobody would ever really quite get it. It would just be the word woke, mm-hmm. but the O is a snake eating its own tail. I mean, <laughs> I, it's very, yeah. I mean, mo- me and you would ha ha ha. Yeah. It's like, I, I said it to someone like, oh, that's good. Because that whole movement literally is just eating itself. I'm like, yeah, I just fucking heard a story about one dude blowing the whistle on the beer money at the game guy and then for some racist Twitter shit and then like a week later somebody blew the whistle on him it's like fucking welcome to your movement yeah I actually uh, was watching some of the old South Parks from last season or two that's a big part of that show Mm -hmm. is this new PC the PC principal the PC and uh, they they open this like PC uh, fraternity house what's up bro hey bro uh, don't use language and offends you know, like the the whole thing. And there's these two old farmers who they had rented their bought the land from or whatever, and they're standing out and they're like, ah, look at this house. Oh, some of those PC people, huh? I didn't realize we'd be doing this again. <laughs> How long did it last last time? Uh, about six years. I'd say we got about five years and nine months to go. And it's just like, of all the people, South Park, Trey Parker, Trey Parker and, and Matt Stone know this. Yeah. This is a... Cyclical. It's cyclical. It gets different every time. Yeah. But... Yeah, now transphobia is part of it. And there's yeah. a lot of... They just keep adding. <laughs> they just keep adding. I, I mean... It's a, it's an interesting time to, to they were, be alive. They were talking today on, I think, the Corolla podcast. I say today. It's an old episode that I was listening to this morning. Somewhere, somewhere in the, oh, yeah, just guzzle that grapefruit water. Wow, there you go. And now you're not hungry. You <gasps> drank it all, and now you're full. Somewhere in the country, I don't quite know. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm fucking over this. I'm fucking done with it. Go get your hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made it to, to well, it's I guess it's eight o'clock. Oh, did you see that thing about Zantac? Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, did we? Yeah. What I, I won't go to that, but I want to finish. They were talking about somewhere. It's New York, probably or, or L.A. Who knows? One of the fucking hyper liberal cities. There's this building that's doing. Uh, mixed bathrooms on all the floors. So it's okay. men and women. No more urinals. Stalls only. Which immediately Corolla's like, oh, great, because men want to wait in line to pee, too. And then there's going to be some floors where there are non-gender specific bathrooms. And so it's like anyone can go in there. It's not labeled any way, shape, or form. So it's just this mixed bag of bathrooms in this building. And right away, the woman on the show, her name's Gina, she's like, I don't fucking like this because I don't want to fucking pee around dudes. <laughs> Like, and I'm like, as a woman, she's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be like part of this woke culture too. Like we're going to, you know, we're catering to women. She's like, and as a woman, like I used to work in a fucking radio station where every woman in the building had a key to the women's room and men didn't have one specifically so that a woman, if she felt threatened, couldn't be followed into the bathroom by a creepy fucking dude. Now it's just going to be. And they've got. Freewheeling. They went into this new story about. There's this uh, battered women's shelter that's in the news because they're being sued. 
this fucking gnarly, crazy, I think maybe even homeless dude goes to this battered women's shelter and he begs them to let him in to stay there for the night because of the weather outside and he's homeless. And they said, absolutely not. This is a battered women's shelter. These women sleep in like one room together because they're all terrified to sleep alone right. from violent shit that's happened. No, you cannot come in here. Like, but I identify as a woman. And oh, is this actually real though? It's a news story. I don't know. <laughs> the story is that this dude fucking lawyered up, and now they're being sued for not admitting a transgender female to a battered women's shelter. When it's it's like if it's not real or not, it's the fuck it's the fucking perfect scenario. Of what kind of shit can happen yeah. when fucking woke culture just decides to go too far? Yeah. And the point that's always brought up that as a dad with two girls, I constantly was like, no, I don't fucking want, I don't want fucking Drew Carey's brother peeing in the bathroom next to my kid. Sorry. No. <laughs> Is that the little shitty kid at school? <laughs> don't you have to deal with that too right now? <laughs> yeah, but that's a whole other thing. The point being like, if, if, if and when like Adelaide's ever, you know, when she's like seven or eight and old enough to go to the girl's room by herself while I stand outside, I don't want to be wondering if there's like some fucking... Six five, hairy leg, dick between his legs, dude in there would make fucking Buffalo. My name is Barbara. <laughs> Who identifies woman? Buffalo I'm, Bill, I'm asexual, so it's not threatening. Like, yeah, no, like, listen, you can identify all fucking day long. Is there a dick and balls in between your legs? Then go to the fucking dick and ball room. That's what we can do. Just just take away the, the take away the female. Yeah, and take away <laughs> sex and gender and just put plates on the door. One dick with a dick and balls. One with a vulva. Do you have this? Then you let the pee come out of your body in this room. Do you have that? Then you let the pee come out of your body in that room. <laughs> just see that you just dick hanging. My name's Barb. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it in the context here. There's this group of, I don't know if they're transgendered or transvestites, I don't know what their name is, but there's this group of men that dress like women that get together mm. and have lunch in Shambly, like, on a monthly basis. And these are, like, these are not the kind of women that, like, when you, if you were to see them, like, on RuPaul's Drag Race or somebody jokingly catfished you with a porn where for the first chunk of it you go, oh, she's hot, and then you see the dick mm -hmm. and you go, oh, God damn it, I got, <laughs> got This is like if your dad and my dad put on makeup and wigs. Okay. These are these are hairy, big, older men wearing wearing like their fucking grandma's clothes. Like they're not they're not like modern whatever they are. And they get together and have lunch. And I've seen them before. Wait a like, minute, I've seen these people. <laughs> what are they around here? Right? Yeah, they I, they kind of move around. They don't have okay, lunch so in the same I, spot. I I feel a hundred percent that I have seen this <laughs> this group of women. I don't. That's the thing. I don't think they're transgender. I think they're cross dressers. Maybe because they I don't. They don't go out of their way to like hide feminine. their their yeah. their They've got stubble and, and like, yeah, like they're like Drew Carey. Yeah. The, the okay. Show. So let me tell you. I'm pretty sure that they sometimes venture into the city. Oh, I'm sure they. Because we went for lunch at Manuel's Tavern. I don't know if you've ever like been a there. Mobile lunch group. You've definitely been to Manuel's Tavern. I've been to Manuel's. But we were at Manuel's, and I, I remember I was like having a conversation, and my attention gets drawn over here to this lady that had one of those like salt shakers. Mm -hmm. And I, I, when I saw the group, I just saw a bunch of women from... You Those know, are big women. They were. And I remember <laughs> thinking, like, that's a fairly large group of women. She's tall. And then you know, time passes. But then it was like, when I looked back over, 
I don't think it was a salt pack. She was doing something with her hands, mm-hmm. or his. He was doing something like with his hands from Seinfeld. From Seinfeld. Yeah. And it popped in my head, and I was like, "Geez, Louise, those are some fucking hands on that lady." And then I looked at the table. I was like, <laughs> "I looked at the table," and it was like, "Oh boy, that is just a fun-looking group." Because I, I just realized none of them are women. Yeah, they're not. That they, dude's got a goatee. I kept thinking about the. Um, one of the gangs in New York with the the one gang, yeah. the dudes just wearing dresses. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, these guys aren't even trying to hide the beard. Yeah, the the wigs are like I don't know where they're sh- where they're getting the right. the female accessories that they like. But they're dated. But they're way dated. That's why I say they're like, not transgendered people. These are like cross dressers, like, yeah. like Steve from the Drew Carey show. Yeah, just big dudes wearing like women's clothes from the eighties and bad wigs that they don't really take the time to. Seat on their head. Yeah, it was it's it was something to see. And when you and that's the group I thought of, like when the transgender bathroom things in the news. I'm like, when I think of that dude, and that's a dude in the bathroom with my little six year old. I'm like, fuck no, Mm -hmm. that's a hard no for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, like I I've already taken her to the LAX bathroom where I had to shelter her eyes from the Ethiopian (laughs) dong. You know what I mean? Like, hello, little girl. I'm just washing my balls. I'm just washing my balls <laughs> in between flights. <laughs> what happened on the connecting flight? What happened here? Diarrhea. Yeah, seriously. Probably. Oh, no, no, no. Lots of diarrhea. I'm getting <laughs> off. I want to get late. I get the diarrhea. Oh, I'm, he's Ethiopian. But yeah, all of a sudden he turned into a poo from fucking the Simpsons over no, here. But it's just like, I don't, anyway, I don't, I don't even, the fucking, uh, the battered women shelter is how I got on that. But yeah. It was just like, fuck, like, it was just echoing that thought in my head of like fucking woke culture. It's just gonna fucking. I'm, I fucking it's hate just, it. Like I'm, I'm gonna vote for Trump the next time. It, it's des- I'm telling you, <laughs> there is a lot of internal battles with with the stuff, and and especially when I work in such a woke place. I know, I really just want to make the woke T-shirt with a snake eating its own tail, just so I can make one for you to wear to work. You should, and I'd wear it. But I even thought I might knock the letters out so it's a portrait of Mao from Maoist China, you know, like where you had to be pure, like because that's what the woke crowd has been compared to by right wing radio before. It's like it's like Maoist China, like you can't just be liberal; you have to be our exact perfect version of mm-hmm. liberal. Otherwise. Will fuck your life up too. And they will, man. They so like, it's like I want to make, I want to knock the, I want to like put the word woke on top of a Mal portrait and then knock out the background so it's Mal with the fucking snake eating its own tail. Mm. I'll make. Two. Did we already talk about the the guy? The, the I don't know, remember if we talked oh. about this last week, but the. Uh, are you familiar with College Game Day? Yeah, we talked about. Did this. We? we? Same situation. This with yeah. that same reference. situation. But I'm just saying, like the. I think about it now, and I'm like, you know, if I made a mistake, if I, if I called someone a gayfer, you know, in a traffic act, if if, if someone cut me off, and I, I don't like the word, you know, faggot, but if I dropped gayfer just out of frustration, yeah. and like the wrong person heard it, I mean, at, at most, what happens to me is like a, a couple heavily worded Facebook messenger posts. Yeah. Nothing I'm not going to lose my job most likely. In the real world if you said something like that and somebody with an earshot said hey that that's not cool like that immediate interaction is usually like oh my bad I'm sorry. Uh, It's all good and then conversation over. Yeah not like the world that exists on Facebook and Twitter is fucking fake. Right. But they it's not fake when When you're getting fired when you're getting fired or someone finds uh, um you, you don't get a job 
because see now I'm, this, and this is to your point. This is the this is the circle, the snake in the tail, mm-hmm. where employers now. I read this one recently. Uh, a lady is. I think she's gonna sue right now. She's just upset. I love that. Just upset right now. I might sue. Oh, jeez. You're going to sue, you stupid bitch. Everybody's just D to me these days. Yeah. You dumb bitch. And it's never, it's not just, it's not, God and that's not, that's not a gender thing. Yeah. It's just generally, oh, you dumb well, bitch. Well, I mean, you're using bitch the way Eng- the English use cunt. Everybody can be a cunt. Yeah, anybody can be a cunt. But anyways, <laughs> she was interviewing for a job, and I'm not 100% of the details here, but I know the basics. She was interviewing for a job. When either someone in management or HR who was a part of the interview process pulled up like onto their PowerPoint screen a picture of, of this applicant mm. from like 15 or maybe 10 or more years ago when she was like clearly drunk at some beach party in Cancun. So what's happening here? And was basically saying you should be wary, you should never have this type of thing. And she's like having fun with my friends in Cancun? When I was 19. When I was legally, no, she wasn't. When I was legally able to, like, and I think there might have been some kind of political tinge to it, but they were saying that this company was saying that, that basically what they were saying is how serious they take it now. Yeah. What, where they're not going to get stung. They're not going to hire right. somebody to come work for them and then find out in six months that, so you did join the Nazi Bund? <laughs> <laughs> and how long ago? Yeah. I mean, because that really doesn't matter. Time there doesn't matter. Like, you, you were in the Hitler Youth for America for how long? <laughs> and that was 30 years ago? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're still fired. We just wanted to get an idea. Yeah. But that's the problem now is that because you want this woke culture. Yeah. Okay, good. You want your woke culture. Don't fuck up, though. Yeah, people are worried about automation getting rid of jobs, and the woke culture will, will get rid of jobs <laughs> way faster than automation will. Well, automation is coming. It's already here. I mean, it's I, somebody says like, "What is? Why is that punishment? Like, oh, now you can't earn an income and contribute to society. Good. <laughs> you suck. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Now you have to go on welfare, and I'm gonna pay for you to live because you said some racist shit on Twitter once. Good. I hope you don't get to feed your kids and your wife that depend on you to have an income because you said some shit I don't like. Here's good. The, here's no a, job for you. When I pulled up here, I was checking, looking for news stories. It's kind of a slow day. I mean, and Donald, the Donald's just every day is a shit show. So there's nothing really to report there. But you um, think he'll go? What? You think he'll go? To where? To impeachment land. Uh, he'll get impeached by the House most likely, but that's just because they have those votes. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. I think he's going to lose his mind. I honestly think he's already there. The dude's <laughs> the dude's a nitwit, but I'm saying like he's his head. He's going to explode. In Is there this. a possibility that there's like a backroom deal between Pence and Republican leadership in the Senate to be like, listen, always like if we can boot him, then I can take over. And we can get back to some normalcy, and we can, and we'll, we can just convert these these we'll gays in the, the old way. And we'll find and we'll 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 overturn what the federal government just overturned in Georgia with the abortion bill. Get that back on track, because <laughs> now that's all out in limbo. <laughs> yeah, that happened, and I said, Chris, I was never really worried about that because the federal courts still have some brains in their heads, and they're slowly striking down all of these red state. Well, I mean, and, and it's and now I mean, it's to your now. Let's take it super serious. Yay! Uh, <laughs> the, the he's being sued or he's being investigated. Because of the ties to Cohen by the the, the Southern District New York, mm-hmm. they got um, we the the headline this morning was that we were gonna f- after 
um, so such a long period of time, he was going to have to release eight years worth of tax returns and everything else. Now, it was quickly appealed, right? And another judge said, "We we will delay that, or for now, can't like not." It wasn't like that's really all I care about. Like I don't care if he I, gets, I, I, I just know the man. I, I want to see the the sad income. It's not sad. I think he's when he started, he was probably worth like a two hundred fifty mil. Spread across multiple not things. Two hundred and fifty bill. Not even. Well, he's always the number I've always heard is nine billion. I want to see that. That's. Not I true. love the redneck. Think, think of it. Think of this aspect. <laughs> think of the fucking not just mountain. Think of the, like just your standard redneck that has bought that story. That this yeah. man, you know what? He just got a small loan from his daddy. I mean, just hell, like I just like I did. You don't think RJ's feeding seed got started by itself, did you? <laughs> no, goddammit. My 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 old, my old man gave me fifty dollars, which that's is me. about with expansion. That's what they would call inflation. <laughs> with expansion, it's about the if same as a million to, that they gave him. If I wanted to, I could apply myself <laughs> and I could be a millionaire or a billionaire too. I ain't smart enough for it. That's the thing. Like he's smarter than me. He's got lawyers and shit. I don't know how to do all that. <laughs> but if I but in this country the way it's set up, <laughs> you pull on them bootstraps long enough, <laughs> yeah. you rise to the top. Yeah. But I see, I, I I just ain't smart enough to do it. That's why I'm that's why I'm only earning thirty five k a year. But they literally will try to say he is a self made billionaire, as mm. if and it's like you need to do little to almost zero research <laughs> to know that that is not what Donald Trump ever was. On non-biased websites. <laughs> yeah, on like just standard <coughs> encyclopedia. You could probably find the facts you need on Fox's website. Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's not hard to look for. Do you see uh, what's his name? Uh, red, redneck liberal? What's his liberal name? Redneck? What's his real name? Trey Crowder. Trey Crowder. Tay, Trey, yeah. He's on. Uh, he's doing a thing now where he's he watching Fox, Fox News. And comments on yeah. It, yeah, and they, they were showing a clip today where, uh, what's that dumb cunt's name? She really is a cunt too, Laura Ingram. <laughs> Laura Ingram. Yep, yep. Just her facial expression. I, I personally think she's dumber than a bag of bricks. I can't believe she's on television, but. Um, well, Tommy Laren's on television. I, well, Tommy Laren's actually kind of got brains. She can defend her bad position. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still just defending a bad position. But well, she can she defend got, a bad. She position. got in hot water when she met, brought up the point. I was like, oh, "All right, Tommy Lair, that's that's good." When she brought up the point, not that long ago, like, "Well, I'm actually pro." I think she said that she was pro-choice as well because she doesn't believe that the government should regulate women's bodies in the same way she doesn't believe the government should regulate people's income. Mm-hmm. It's like if we're going to be conservative with what the government gets involved with, let's carry that to the full extent. Yeah. She got in a lot of hot water for that. Well, in this clip, it's Ingram and some other fucking Fox News yeah, talking mannequin. head. That's what he says. Look at this fucking mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> you sorry, you saw this? Yeah, I saw well, it. They were talking about the way she talked. They were like Nancy Pelosi, and they're criticizing her for the way she... He pauses it. <laughs> are, they, are they about to criticize her for the way she talks? <laughs> are we... Donald Trump can't put a goddamn sentence together without <laughs> using his hands, and we're going to talk about... She yeah. has a problem with the way she speaks? I was well, dying. she let out her speech with, like, acknowledging somebody being being murdered in that clip. And the Fox News not Fox News group, like, <laughs> she's going to acknowledge that first. Like, yeah, she's going to acknowledge the fact that somebody horrifically died. That's so funny, Fox News. <laughs> Fucking sociopaths. And then <laughs> press play. 
It's like, you're not wrong. And only on fucking Fox would, like, there would be, like, a, a commemorative day for the tragic death of somebody mm-hmm. that if a liberal's pointing it out that fucking Laura Ingram or whatever twat she's interviewing, like, what a cunt, and they'd laugh about it. I'm like, only on Fox. Only on Fox when they make light of, like, if it was the death of an unborn baby, they'd be talking about it with tears in their eyes. Oh, but yeah. It's an adult in whatever scenario that was. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's so stupid. <laughs> Hey, you see where Ingram's family hates her? No. She hasn't spoken to her brothers and sisters in like 20 years. And, and they went on and did this interview. And I, I kind of felt, I'll be honest with you, I kind of felt like it was a, like they were bullshit. Right. Like I know she's full. She's bullshit. Right. But they, this felt like a chance for them to get on TV, nothing else. Right. But what, if, they were, if what they were saying was true, it is very funny. Because like, they're like, we think she's a sociopath. We don't, she's never, she just doesn't care about anybody except for her, her ratings. She doesn't. Like she doesn't like honestly, we don't even think she believes half of what she says on that show. She just knows what sells and get and what helps her. But I was like, I don't, you know, all that being aside, like this is gonna, this is not woke. I'm just gonna put that out there. I know we had a lot of we have a lot of trigger happy woke people that listen to this podcast. I hope you're going where I think you're going because I was gonna ask you where I think you're going. Well, you probably don't. But there, you ever think like. I've, I've felt this a lot more lately. Like when they, when this person dies, I'm not gonna celebrate. You know, I just wasn't but I'm to I'm gonna Tap. get a bottle of something and <laughs> I'll come up with a clever Facebook post that won't say ha ha ha, yeah. glad that cunt's dead, but like it'll be pretty unveiled where I stand on the fact that they're no longer with us. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Laura Ingram. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, remember, like, Sean, no cheese, Sean. He, I, one of my favorite things he ever said, we had this buyer that we had a lot of difficulty with at one of our stores, and he got fired. And when I put it in our little text chat to the whole company, Eric, thing, he said, oh, man, all right, see, it was a, what does he say? Goodbye, Andrew. See you never. It was just, <laughs> just really, really good. I don't know why I liked it. But, um, yeah, she's just one of those that can go. And then there's been some recent stuff. We got some, oh, man. We, it's time for us to decide how deep we want to go with our troll on some of these four Donald Trump websites. Um, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Like, support Mr. Trump or we love Trump. And it's, it's so blatantly obvious that these are Ukrainians. Right. Or Russians, yeah. That's not a bad picture. Go back to that New York. Uh, It must have been her about 20 years ago. That's what I was getting to before you commented on looking forward to her death. Uh, Not looking forward to it. (laughs) I'm just saying it's just one of those I won't. She spreads misinformation, lies, and smears perfectly good people. Yeah. Now, does the left do that? Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. But not like to her to the extent that she. These are I've never seen it, man. That's what I, this is what I'm getting to. I don't understand why the dick is still so far down the Republican throat. Do, do, do they not have any interest in self-preservation? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm really getting to that now because at some point, it's just a fact. Mm-hmm. The it, what is it? You, I think you said the number. It's like 35 percent of the country is pretty much because you know many people don't care. Most, right. most don't. Right. So, like, it's only like 35% of the country voted Trump. More did not vote for Trump. And then there's the great indifferent crowd. 
Right. Well, the indifferent crowd, even though they're probably still mostly indifferent, there's going to be some of those that want to get a part of this now because they're seeing this sideshow. Yeah, yeah, even people that didn't vote the last time are sick of the news to the extent where they might go vote against him just to stop hearing about his news. Right. But I'm just saying that it's at what point do y'all stop defending everything this man does? It's okay. I mean, I remember a day in the political era mm-hmm. where Juan Williams from Fox News could sit down on a CNN set and both sides could come to a fair to moderate agreement that the president kind of fucked up on this one thing. Yeah. Not this president, but a president. So right. the black one. <laughs> the black one. Do you suppose that they were like, it's pre, it predates 24-hour news, but do you suppose there was an era like when Reagan was president where... Republican commentators and talking heads could sit down with Democrat commentators and talking heads and go, yeah, this Iran-Contra thing's kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, and you could have a Democrat and Republican <coughs> could say, like, hey, you know, Watergate was kind of fucked up. We should really look at this. Hey, you know, the whole blowjob in the in the Oval Office thing? That's not cool. Like, we're on, we're on board. Not cool. And, they you know, they, all, they were all like, well, yeah, we all get blowjobs in our offices and Capitol Hill. <laughs> so can we really go after him for that? Like, no. Did he lie about it? Yeah. Did he lie under oath about it? Yes. Do you oh. Do you think he put the cigar in her vagina? So that shit came out when I was a kid. Just like you're, and I remember think to this day. <laughs> that sting a vagina? I mean, I don't think I don't think it'd be nice if you get like a dry ass Swisher sweet. I mean, these things are like well, like if you get a harsh cigar like on your lips, it stings a little bit. Like mm. the tobacco and all that, yeah. it'll sting the. Inner do you lip. think this man actually did that? I don't know. I want to. Yeah, the I fact that he just question, blew. Though, blew oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Would you? Well, I'm pointing to young. Yeah, that's like 25 years ago, though. Like, find a one now, and let's let's like. Hmm. <laughs> Take away context and, and politics. We're just talking about Laura Ingram's looks. Honestly, I'd fuck her. I'd be more likely to do it. Knowing the politics because it would, it's just going to be like you go anal, uh, an unexpected anal. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No, no, we've gone from you buying a bottle of Hennessy to commemorate her death day (laughs) to to anal rape. (laughs) No, no, it wouldn't be rape. It's just, oh, wrong hole. Remember, I sent you that video. That's the implication. She's not going to go anywhere. Because the implication. Because of the implication. Because of the implication. No, I don't. Are you going to hurt these women? No, I, honestly, no. I, I, she's not. She's got that weird. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I could do that. Oh no. That's not her. That's not her, is it? <laughs> Just looking at pictures of Laura. I mean, she. The thing about it is, you're kind of like swaying me. She's not a. I. Ter- Some nights she doesn't look good though. She looks good here. Like that does not look good. That's a haggard Laura Ingram. That does not look good. She looks okay there. She looks like a preacher's wife. They all do. They kind of do. No, if you're no. a woman on Fox News, you could just as easily be married to Joel Osteen. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Blinks a lot. I watched like five minutes of one of his sermons the other day, and it's just filled with so, some fucking moral platitudes. Just basic shit. You could literally go and sit in that room and not know it was a church and just think it was a normal... My like friends, a- I'm here today to talk to you about gratitude. <laughs> you should be grateful for the things you have, and you should give 10% of those things to me so that I can live in a bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so. It's just dumb. It's just normal shit. It's like he didn't. I don't even think he quoted the Bible. I'm not saying that's a requirement 
for a preacher, but I, I kind of expect it, you know? <laughs> if you're going to teach the word. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just up there with your little blinking-ass eyes. Friends, friends, <laughs> when we take out a loan, <laughs> we can take out some of that loan and take just 10%. It's like everything boils back, you know? Like, yeah, okay, fuck. Fucking, can we go ahead and pass the arm? <laughs> like how when we do our Osteen, you and I don't even open our eyes now. It's like he's blinking so fast that he promises he has eyeballs. I, I want you to think about what you're grateful for when you put your tithe in the offering bowl. And I'm going to think about how grateful I am that 10% on average out of each of your pockets represents my mortgage payment for the next 10 years. Friends, it's when we think of travel, if you don't, if you don't give your 10%, how are we supposed to build another super dome-sized church to house Twice as many of you people, so that I can find that island I want out in the middle of nowhere. Friends, jets are expensive. One day it's just going to break down. Every it's not even there won't even be a pretense anymore. But because the people are so indoctrinated with it, he's literally like, "Friends, welcome to this Sunday morning. Now we want to discuss jet fuel." <laughs> Similarly, and. About- you're you're asking the question like how do you how do you continue to defend Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. I do wonder like how do you go to that building mm. every Sunday and sit there and lay a hundred dollars of your thousand dollar paycheck that week mm-hmm. in the offering bucket and look around and go like what the like it's no mystery where the fucking money's going yeah like there's a great Onion article I didn't read it I like, never how do, do you keep but giving. To that it, organization. It, the headline was like, oh, uh-oh. It. it turns out that the 10% you give, none of it, I was like, oh, only 1% makes it to God. The other 9%. It was, it was a play yeah. on like, come on. Like, like, this is a big thing. It's like, like you look at the, the just the fucking, the, the size and scope of churches like that. And you think like, all that money, like how many homeless people could you have fed and sheltered mm-hmm. instead Oh, but of, no, 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 no. During the hurricanes, no, 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 the basement flooded, so it's, we can't, we can't get anybody in. They could get their smell on the bleacher seat. It's a whole thing. But it's, it's, you know, it's a safety issue. I remember, I remember my friend who is still to this day, like a evangelical Christian, you know, got in a shouting match with a Catholic once. He's like, you've completely missed the boat. Yeah. Fucking, like he didn't say fucking, like gold. And cathedrals and all that shit, like, that has mm. nothing to do mm-hmm. with any of it. Like, you've completely missed the boat. Yeah. That's why I think it is, go- like, let's assume <laughs> that what Christians believe is true and, you know, that the God is going to come back again, right? Right? Mm. And, there, and there will be uh, the horns blow and here the second coming that everyone gets all excited about. And uh, um, I think Joel Osteen's the first to go into the lake of fire. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Well, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Is can you imagine like if that if the person, if you took the best redeeming qualities of Christian and Islam and Judeo or you know, Judaism, and you condense their stories at the at their core, they really are beautiful stories, and it's really all about living a, a Christ or a godlike. Mm-mm. Not godlike, but Christ-like. you understand Christ. But it doesn't work because you have to right. factor in the other two. But just being a good person, living a life, above living reproach. a life, right? But trying your best in every day, 
to win people over and to do good things for people, yada, yada, yada. Trying your best every day to win somebody's confidence over so that you can ultimately take 10% of their income away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if and when he does come back, I mean, it's going to be... I mean, like, I always think about the, the parable where Jesus went into the, the temple and, and sees some of the people cha- money-changing hands mm. in the temple, which yeah. is like, un, you know, no, no. And so that's the only time. Oh, in, Christ, that's nothing. You should come look at the, the back o- of Joel Osteen's church after they collect tithes. <laughs> that's you my point. money changing hands. That's my point. It's like, the, <laughs> this is the only time I believe in the Bible or any kind of, first, or not first person because there's no such thing, but any type of historiography that you see Jesus get really mad. Right. And he starts flipping tables and, like, throwing things and, like, tearing down these yeah. money-changing hands. And How do you read that? Yeah. <laughs> If you take the rest, because you take everything else in that book at face value, right? Yeah. The dinosaurs, we've only been here 5,000 years, right. all that shit. How do you read that? He came out of a virgin vagina. Yeah. And then, oh, the stink. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day, I, I actually told Leah, by the way. I told oh, her, I was like, she gonna kick out of that? well, she appreciated it. I said, listen. I said, listen. Yeah. We weren't, there was, it was in no way we were, we were making fun. There At all. There wasn't any real sacrilege no, there. No, no. It was just an observation of the time. Yeah. Meets. And we even gave you all credit for the virgin thing. <laughs> but now you're shoving a baby out of a virgin hole. Yeah. I mean, that's... And talk you, about busting your hymen. And I you, mean... When you think of the odds of, like, like pregnant, like, death-related... Pregnancy-related deaths in that era. No. Like one bad tear. Like Georgia now. You're bleeding too much, and they can't save your life, and the baby didn't make it either. Like, Mm. I guarantee you that happened as often, if not more often, than good... I just had the darkest fucking. I'm sorry. I just had the darkest fucking thought. What that like the baby Jesus died, but they knew that it was important that he come into this world. So no, found another one. No, and said this is the baby Jesus. No, no, not like the life of Brian. <laughs> no. Uh, just like, you know, like you said, the mortality rate for anyone. I mean, if you live past fucking 30. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, say you're like a group of friends, guy friends, and you're like, oh, she's pregnant, huh? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to break it up, you know? I thought you were going to move on and move to <laughs> wherever. I heard Jordan's nice, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I had some mead and uh, <laughs> a little bit of wine. <laughs> And now she's pregnant, you know. And then and one of the guys says, well, you know, I mean, odds are still pretty good that you can. And he's like, what? He's like, mm, you know, I've, I've been married like five times, bro. And I don't, I don't have any kids nor any wives anymore. And he's like, what do you mean? Get, I'm saying she's got like an 80% chance of dying in childbirth and the child down too. And then, you know. And you'll be home you'll free. You'll be home free. And you know what? That's best case scenario. Worst case scenario, everybody makes it, and you're the stepdad to the son of God. That's not so bad. Just saying. When you get older, your prostate starts acting up. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't including Christ in this. I was just saying generally in that time period. I love that. I love that thinking though. On Joseph's part, I was like, yeah, but I mean, best case scenario, I don't have to do anything because they don't make it. Right. They do, and I've got a healer for life. If there was one person in the Bible that I would want to talk to, I just want to talk to. (laughs) Because I want to know, like, okay, we've done this probably before on here, but for just for fun, Uh, I'm going to play Mary and you're going to play Joseph, okay? Okay. 
hot, uh, let's set the scene here. They, I think, where did they live before they had to go do the, I don't know, Middle East. We'll keep it, we'll keep it real broad. I know Bethlehem and Nazareth are nah, two big but they towns. Didn't, they had to go back to Bethlehem as part of the census. From, from uh, Rome. Mm, I don't know. It was, let's, it was a long journey. We know that. We, let's just call it Syria. Modern day Syria. So yeah. it's hot. It's been a tough day. A lot of uh, terrorism. You're just now learning to be a carpenter, so you're outdoors all the time. Your hands are hurting, so you've already got, you know. Plus, you're like 22, but you look like you're 40. These calluses make it impossible <laughs> now, to have a good I'm, jerk on you're, like, you're, you're like really in love with me. Mm-hmm. I'm a virgin. We're going to get married. And I, I come to you. On a, after again after a hot work day, Mary, I gotta say I'm so glad you're a virgin. <laughs> These calluses are so bad on my hands from the carpentry, and I cannot beat off. And I cannot wait to slide in. Like I've already started it. Well, then when <laughs> you when you say I cannot wait, yeah, the Frank Reynolds virgin gash, the virgin gash. <laughs> It's either that so in this scenario, the part of Joseph will be played by Frank Reynolds. Because it's either that or I stop doing this carpentry thing, let these calluses go, <laughs> and I crank one out. Like the only jobs, think about that, the only jobs available to a port, it's like, oh, you can work with your hands. That's like the top. Yeah. Well, otherwise, like, hey, how was your day? I made um, some bricks. What do you mean? Like out of mud? Yeah, I just stood there all day. <laughs> just mud. I, uh, I put some straw in them because apparently that needs straw. To it's make not going bricks. really well. I think what I'm going to do tomorrow <laughs> is go throw a net in the ocean. <laughs> See if anything swims into it. Because if it does, and it's, we could eat it, or I could sell it <laughs> and buy more brick making shit. <laughs> I just like these. It didn't work out. So I think I'm just going to get a net and just throw it. Just going to throw it absently. Just. Out into the ocean. Figure, I've seen guys out there doing it. You walk up knee deep, you throw it, you leave it for a while, and you bring it in, and you throw it. It's kind of an all-day thing. But statistically, you're going to hit something. Yeah, all right. So, Anyways, let's the, break bread. When, when Mary comes good. in, you, you make the comment about, oh, these hands, Mary. I'm <laughs> certainly glad you're, you're real these tight virgin gash is... Gonna be ready to slide my right. stinky, overly hairy penis. <laughs> uncircumcised. <laughs> uncircumcised. Well, I mean, we are Jews. We could go either way. Yeah, but we're country Jews. <laughs> we're country. You know, Jews. we're out in the country Jews. There might not be a moil Regardless, around. There's some smegma buildup. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cup of she crab soup down there. <laughs> Anyways, so then Mary says, <laughs> I love this retarded joke. So then Mary says, about my gash. <laughs> Anyways, about my virgin gash. Uh, we need to have a talk. <laughs> so yeah. Um, oh my God, did a centurion rape you? <laughs> it's first thought. Well, there's nothing I can do about that, damn it. Was he big? Did he at least use a sheepskin? <laughs> Tell me he used a sheepskin. Anyways, so then Mary says, yeah, no, um, no rape. Uh, well, not in that way. Um, <laughs> well, I, did, I did get a visit last night from an angel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, big news. All right, well, let's go gonna be Going to be carrying God's son. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, and he's sitting there. 
There's this human being mm-hmm. having his, and he, you know, he had nothing else to look forward to other than that virgin gash. He was, he, his life was terrible. Oh, should we title the episode Mary's Virgin Gash? No. <laughs> it might go viral and then they'll hear the other stuff, like yeah. me trying, like I didn't say it, but you said I was trying to anal rape Laura Ingram. I did not say that. I just said it would be a surprise. Right. She would already, we'd already be having sex. Right. So it wouldn't be like. Voluntary. So. Voluntary, right. of course. And, and I, 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 would, I might just do a thing where, you know, you're in, 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 and you come out, and you're like, oh, and then she's like, oh, and there's that weird thing, yeah. and but instead, Little whatever. Do you know she's into it, and she's used yeah, to it? Yeah, and then she's she like, just it, she uses a, the sucker like that guy in the basement, <laughs> and her butt, that's Laura Ingram's butthole. <laughs> That's what I imagine Dr. Satan's, Dr. Satan's henchman's mouth is Laura Ingram's, is Laura Ingram's butthole. Just and it just it's just ready, and it's just real moist and gross. And, it, yeah, it just pulls your dick in before you even know it. But seriously, ask yourself. This woman just told me. I feel like it'd be like a... That the virgin gash I've been looking forward to <laughs> for months now. All right. Just well, months now. This, this is how it would play out. It's like a Quentin Tarantino-esque scene where now there's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. It just cuts to Joseph, and it's quiet. <laughs> and he's like, in my mind now, he's pic- I'm picturing the French guy from the beginning of Inglorious Bastards. Just like, sort of deadpan facial expression, not a whole lot of dialogue. Gets up, walks to the corner of the hut they live in. Whatever, what did they live in back then? Caves? Huts? I mean... Shacks? <laughs> open air? I don't know. Pours himself a day-old wine... Has some sips. He doesn't even pour it. It's the same cup from when he passed out. Because you're telling me you're not blackout drunk every time. He's taking sips of it the way Chevy Chase takes sips of uh, eggnog in uh, Christmas Vacation when he finds out he's not getting a Christmas bonus. Ah, It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. He turns around and he's like, so did this ghost have a huge dick or... A medium dick, like what, <laughs> what kind of like how not virgin is you? <laughs> is you? Is you now? <laughs> I think you should play this character because you've got all the little little mannerisms with it. I mean, how how virgin are you now? So, did someone enter you, or did just or just the room? Like his first thought is not we're gonna raise the son of God together. It's is that is that shit still tight? That's what he wants to know. So, yeah, that's that's. We'll play this out when you're done looking at the Braves game. Well, it's important, you know. No, and it's not. Yeah, it it's is. It's fucking October. It's like their 900th game this season. This is the playoffs. This is how this works. It's where the games get important. This is the the most ridiculous sport. Like we need more games. We should we should play 200 <clears> instead of 160. Well, I am sorry. I'm getting in the way of your, you know, all of our Mary show, Mary podcast. Jeez, His main concern please. is just is it is it still tight or no? Like, what do I have to look forward to now? Do they ever even get married? Are they married and she's and they never consummated the the marriage? Is that ever explained? Uh, they got married because uh, they have Jesus has a brother, James. So he did eventually get in there. Yeah. Right. Just right after Michael had just ravaged that gash. <laughs> There's another character to comedically explore is the little brother of Christ. James, little yeah. James, little yeah. Jimmy Christ. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just over here fucking whittling because I can't fucking heal the blind. And fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, James, what can you do? Uh, I don't know. I mean, my dick's a little bit bigger. I got that. 
<laughs> it was cold that night. <laughs> Jesus hasn't come back. Man, it was cold when we left. <laughs> There's a funny idea, like teenage Christ. He's, he's just a little in, inappropriate. Yeah. Because he was a person, right? So teenage, <clears throat> like fucking Christ is 18, James is 16, whatever the age difference is. J- and, you know, James is just constantly bragging about how much bigger his hog is. <laughs> like, hey, I know you're here to save the world. <laughs> Fucking blew the back out of Mary Magdalene. <laughs> that was my girl. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was. She was. She's been coming back for that sweet Jimmy D. Christ D for a long time. I got, now. I got a cool foreskin where it only kind of goes over the tip a little bit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. That just flashed me back to schmegma. It's no good. Let's end it with that. Can we end it with that? Because I need to decide if I'm going to eat. Can we title this episode Schmegma in the Bible? Uh, Let's do whatever you want. Biblical Schmegma? Oh, I think there's probably probably other other names. I I mean, there's... This is a weird episode. It is all over the place. Yeah. We started with House of a Thousand Corpses. Well, we started with smoothies. And ended with Schmegma. And Schmegma. And somehow we've written written a a, a creation story. A buddy comedy. A buddy comedy. Between James and Christ. Well, I always think, like, when I... I will say this, and then we can decide what you want to do. But I've always thought, like, okay, so I read a book... It was pretty much saying, like, he was a man. And if Christians accept that, they have to accept that for everything it means. Which means that there were mornings that uh, old JC woke up with a big old boner. Good old morning bone. Or if you're James, a medium boner. Yeah. And James is... <laughs> I mean, he passed out. I like picturing James as, like, <clears throat> Ray Romano's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. He's his younger brother, but he's massive. <laughs> He's hugely taller, carrying much bigger dick around, deeper voice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Yes? <laughs> Very effeminate. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ will be played by Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so you saw your dick at the well yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and I noticed when you were uh, in your sleep the other night, you... Groaning and moaning a lot. <laughs> Notice you took and washed your own sheets too. Never seen that happen before. It's interesting, you know. You, we got different dads, but I think I got God's dick. <laughs> that would be the term. I like that. Yeah, you might be the son of God, but uh, I got God's dick. So you do the math on that one, buddy. Old James is James. James, I, I have a feeling given. Long enough time scale, the more we we start talking, we're going to find out that James is like quasi-YOLO bro-ish <laughs> with a little bit of the this bitch guy. Like, he, he's a nice blend, you know? <laughs> I just I just feel it coming. I can see our progression down this fucking train. And what you got there? Those are open-toed shoes? <laughs> That's cool, I guess. <laughs> I love guys. I love that so much, man. That's pretty cool, I guess, yeah. It's like, is it? Or are you just... Why do you wear... I have closed toe shoes, man. <laughs> steel tip, bro. We don't even have steel So when I'm out in the water throwing nets at, at fish... <laughs> copper toed shoes. I, uh, That's what I got. I've got bronze toed, bro. Check it out. I don't have to worry about jacking up my feet. <laughs> Still haven't caught anything. <laughs> so it's like it's another, another job, like... If this thing doesn't work out, I can always... I mean, if, if I don't, if the, you know, I'm going to try the net in the water thing for, I don't know, a couple more months, and then I might pivot to pottery. 
I mean, everybody needs a good pot. Yeah. Or just collect the dead. That guy just goes around <laughs> with a cart. <laughs> Maybe the tax man needs a henchman. <laughs> I'm big. Big. Yeah. I'm throwing my weight around. Oh, boy. Let's do it in there, because I need to I need to eat. <laughs> I gotta do something. Uh, WFUCK! Bam! 97.5. Coming up next, we've got traffic and weather. We've got sports with Skip and Dabber. Who wants back on the show? Skip, come back on the show. We're Stay tuned. Here's on. Jars of Clay. Oh, well timed.